0: welcome 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 to all t no shade where we give you all the tea without the shade like we always motherfucking do obviously if y'all hear my voice first that means l is not with us for this episode she got some shit she's taking care of she will be back for the following episode next week before we get started i have three guests this week three guests three guests um, one of which, you heard his voice before, Mr. Remy Mulatto, uh, from the Mulatto perspective. Remy, say hello. Say hello. It is I. It is <laughs> I. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who, who that is, but my second guest is a friend of mine who, is, who has his own law practice here in the Tampa Bay area. Greg, say hello, and just tell those who are listening a little more about who you are in particular. All right. Uh Thanks for having me. First of all, Gregory
1: St. Sure. I'm an attorney here in Tampa, Florida, Haitian descent. And um, I got to throw that that out there, though. You know what I'm saying? You You can hear the last name. You can hear the last name. sac (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, just a pleasure to be here with you fellas and, um, you know, give my input. I've been in the Tampa area since 2009 and, um, you know, just enjoy it here.
0: You got here around almost the same time I got here. I got here in 2011, so. Okay. Yes, what was it about those That period Man it was I think it was right after the, the depression For the most part 2008 the la- Probably the last you know time know We mean? had an influx Of people just moving Yeah here. So, <laughs> um, We're looking for, Definitely thank you for joining I appreciate you man Yes sir uh, I don't know what you mean Merry brothers So I'm glad to have you on For this topic and, of course, my third guest has actually been on our show once before. He was on back in 2019 for the episode called Men and Commitment Phobia. I'm talking about international star Saxophonist Marlon, say what's up? What's good? It was good. Glad to be back. Who, who, who are you? Who am I? For people who have not heard <laughs> the the Men and Commitment Phobia episode from 2019, tell us a little more about yourself before we, we delve into this thing.
2: Well, I'm a Florida
0: native um, from Pahokee, Florida.
2: Pahokee? Pahokee, Florida, the muck. Uh, moved to the Tampa in 1996. Hey, You're a Floridian now. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the most sought after local um, saxophonists um, here in the area. I've um, been playing saxophone for 38 years. Um, last time I was on the show, I had just released my first single. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming up. Airs, I will be releasing my third single. So,
0: okay, you doing no, that. I'm, when the album dropping? No, when the album dropping, that's what I want right. to know. I've dropping April 1st called Dance With Me, right? On. you got some samples. You bring some samples with you. I got you. I got you. We're gonna play some, gonna play some <laughs> a little bit later for sure. Got you. Oh, that man got the whole. Oh, he can't prepare. Oh, I like that. He can't prepare. He can't prepare. He just dropped a little. So. I
2: actually brought that for L. But again, you know, and, right. and here, L, so, the, you know, that's right. Here, L, I'm the I'm the second I, best. I gotta, I gotta throw right. it out there. I'm the second right. best choice.
0: Um, I'm gonna find a clip for. I'm sure you got it on Spotify somewhere. We'll play it.
3: I like the flex <laughs> though. One of the most sought after saxophonists.
0: He really is. <laughs> he, he really is, is. I love and, it in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I love it. All right, guys going we'll to get into this? How was your week, man? How was your week? Tell me how your week been. You do a little re- weekly recap. Remember, you go first.
3: Uh, I've been having a uh, I don't know. I just been floating in a out of consciousness all week. That's really
0: floating <laughs> in and out of. Consciousness <laughs> it hasn't been like a. Week.
3: It hasn't been a special week because uh, just recent things have gotten weird or whatever. So it's kind of like one what, of those. What does that mean? Like, if, if you going through something. And like, you, let's uh-huh. say you have a week of like hell, uh-huh. and then the week after that, you're gonna be looking at all that hell you went through and being like, damn, like, fuck, I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> so you
0: saying you went through something? Are you talking about you? Can yeah, like work li- work wise or Man, like relationship wise? It it, it's it's a lot of different It's life. It, shit. It's about, it was too life many different
3: shit. things from different places all coming together at once or whatever. So now okay. last week was just like, all right, let me just redevelop my Re- normal. realign, which I believe started with us going to the to to the. Uh, to the to spa a, uh, To You know what I'm talking about The thing Oh the float therapy Yeah yeah Float therapy uh, yeah, I don't know if I, y'all I saw like my be, episode I did
0: yeah. a, a Float tank therapy session um, Where you go into this Sensory deprivation Thing Like you float The, the Epsom salt is like Enough salt in there So that You, you, not, you don't Sink to the bottom yeah. And The water is Body temperature You have no lights No darkness And you just float you Meditate I loved it It was a great experience I enjoyed it Remy had they came out of it was like, yo, I just
3: feel so relaxed.
0: I was super (laughs) relaxed. (laughs) Like damn j all right. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But that's neither here nor
1: there. No, is that something for like mental cleansing or is it
3: yeah it's more like um it's just basically i think it's both kind of because you you just lay in this salt like salt water or whatever and you're just you you're basically in the dark and you're in an enclosed space but you don't have to
0: be in the dark you don't have to be in the dark. so it's right. basically a tub it's a, it's a tub with a lid on it basically okay. what it is and it has like it has lights in that that you get to control but you definitely go in there there's no music there's yeah. no sound you have control it's just That's you control. it's okay. just you in this space nice um can't hear anything outdoors you can't I mean it's completely silent um, I personally do it because or did it because I meditate I try to get into yoga just different ways to calm the mind I think I do a lot of thinking so for me to be able to quiet myself it's important and I've seen so many videos about float tank therapy and how it's been beneficial and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm trying to do this new, this new channel called Never Have I Ever. I've never done it. So let's go and do it. And I invited Remy along. So if yeah. you've never done it, it's actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. I felt yeah. heavy inside there, especially my head. You don't realize how heavy your head is? Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> so it's so were, weird. Like, damn, I man. got a big-ass head. Yeah. Like, just all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool, man. I, I definitely recommend it. So, well, hopefully your week will <laughs> be better next next week,
3: man. Oh, yeah, man. I'm good.
2: Well, how's your week been, brother? Well, for me, my week was pretty busy. Um, with the pandemic and everything going on and unemployment rates up, you would think that people would be looking for jobs and wanting to work. Mm. Um, but I also have a full-time job managing a detail operation uh-huh. that does recon and reconditioning to automotive automobiles for um, Crown Automotive. Mm. And can't find good help, man. Really? You know, can't find good help. And we got more work than we can handle really? um, to outsource to other companies. Um it's it's stressful
0: i think people are really comfortable with just making that unemployment money they Don't worry it, it, it about
3: so you so you work like f- uh with the automotive industry yes you think it's it's likely that like less people have gone into like automotive stuff or whatever so there's just no not as much uh supply of like workers because everybody's kind of been geared towards computers so everybody's doing computers Whole lot less people, unless you're like in the family or going towards automotive
0: and stuff like that. Well, there's a lot of I people mean, unemployed right now. So, exactly. if you need a job, you go do what you, well, how we were raised. Yeah. Like, you do what you, you got to do. do. Yeah, for
2: sure.
3: Um, for sure. I
2: think that people are just uninformed about the possibilities and things that are out there. Um, not Man. everybody wants to clean a car. Right. Just like yeah. you know, cleaning homes and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a, a person who has a passion for doing something like that yeah. um for that particular position but in the automotive industry there's so many opportunities um besides sales right. people usually think it's just a sales sales side of it mm-hmm. there's more to it than just sales yeah um but if you're looking for work got automotive detailed experience or willing to be trained mm-hmm. crowncars.com
0: if you're in tampa bay area man looking for a job just reach out for more information definitely um there's no reason to not be able to make money these the day and age if you know people on your network. Greg, yeah, how's your you weekend, brother? Uh,
1: it's definitely been a busy week, I would say. Um, work-wise, everything's been kind of busy. Uh, the road's been opening back up, and I primarily mm. do personal injuries, so mm. a lot more people are getting into accidents. And
0: man, so I, I swear, they, I, the drivers here are words, bro. Man, they That's drive so, crazy,
4: <laughs> you know.
1: But uh, so work wise, you know, things are going pretty good. It's been busy, but uh, in my personal life, my wife's—we're expecting our second. Uh, You're staying busy, like, bro. Yeah, You're yeah. staying busy, and uh, it's a boy. So you know, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm excited about you know, that. I'm, yeah,
1: I'm excited, I'm excited and apprehensive. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten used with a, a girl, you know. Yeah. Our daughter, she'll be three in April. You know so it's like so i feel I, like i'm good uh, i'm comfortable yeah, you yeah. know in that sense but yeah. the more i'm reading up on boards it seems like they're a little bit more handful energy wise and everything I, yeah. from
0: what i've been told i don't have any kids but i had four nephews and boys are harder younger and as they get older they just level out and girls are easier early but then as they get older it's harder that makes sense yeah um, exactly hormones <laughs> just change or whatnot so my,
2: my, my experience been a little different i got three daughters um all of them grown now mm. 25 21 19. damn you got grown-ass oh, kids man.
0: you don't look like you don't look that old man How old you here? really don't yeah
3: be
2: 49 if you, in May. If you yeah, took the gray man.
0: out of the beer, you'd wow. be like, what are you, like,
3: 23, 24? <laughs> I appreciate
2: that, yeah. man. Black don't crack. <laughs> That's what's
0: up. Good tequila. Yeah.
2: So,
0: busy the week then, man. I, I I actually reached I reached out to his wife first to see if she wanted to come on the show. She was like, no, 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 get Greg, get Greg. I was like, you think Greg could do it? She was like, yeah, why not? so oh, man.
1: You know, I'm down, I'm down. But, you know, just trying to get ready for the board, trying to get yeah. the nursery ready. Yeah. You know, trying to get all of that stuff situated. So...
0: Man, that's another life I'm not even ready man. for it. <laughs> Don't do it See I'm gonna have to Holler at him man yeah. Get, some Get some Live holler. hacks Yeah <laughs> for, for sure uh, So my week's been Pretty dope actually man I had a pretty dope week uh, Friday I had a good First date Which I haven't had In like a long time It's been months Since I've had a good First date Even getting to a first date Is struggle In the single life So you fellas Be glad That you ain't out here In this dating life Because it's the worse right now. Man, how do you do a first date yeah. in
1: a pandemic, man?
0: Man, you just honestly... It, it, I mean, as long as you're okay meeting some one person face-to-face, uh, we went over to um, Dunedin because she lived in Clearwater, in Clearwater. And we just did mostly outside stuff. Okay, um, Had some little Mexican um, food. Had our mask on. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Most of the energy was good. you kind of a savage,
3: dog. Well,
0: I'm, I'm a savage.
3: <laughs> so, like, you just said, like, yo, I just went on the first good first date I've been on a long time. And I know you've been first dating a lot, mm-hmm. at least within the last year or whatever. So like so many people heard that and was like, damn, so our first date wasn't shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, damn, fuck, fuck we, my first if date we, with you. If we ain't
0: still talking. And Jay is like, yeah, If savage. we ain't still talking, man, I'm just, I'm at a point in my life. <laughs> right? I'm at a point right? in my life, man, where uh I'm not about wasting time, right? And time is the one thing we never get back. We yeah. give it away so freely. Absolutely. And I don't want to keep going on second, third, fourth dates If it's not, if we don't have a good chemistry Or if I got to carry the, carry the conversation It's not saying it was a bad first date It was an yeah. okay first date This one on Friday was just good conversation yeah. just The vibe was ending. good Yeah, that's all Not So not to shit on the other ladies yeah, at course, all You know, of it's course just, this it's all about connection. better. Like,
3: about like connection. we just wasn't made for each other. It just Y'all just wasn't it. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, if you're enjoying uh, Altino Shade in general or you really like this episode, remember to buy us a coffee at coffee.com forward slash Altino Shade. That's K O F I dot com forward slash Altino Shade. You buy us a coffee and we will keep on sipping. So, speaking of sipping, Marlon, what did you bring with you this morning to sip on? Because when I hit up Marlon to ask him if he could join the show, he was like, hey, Y'all sip early or nah? He said, <laughs> I was like, I mean, I do. I don't know about anybody, anyone else. So what you got, man? What you bring? What you bring? Well, over the past um, that bottle too. Four, four or five
2: months, I've got into tequila tasting or drinking tequila. And my palate for tequila is on the higher end. But what I brought today was something that's um, at a great price point for its quality of taste. Um, I will put this up there with any of the, Avions, um, Don Julio, mm. um, the Michael Jordan Cincoro, um but it's called Maestro
0: the Bell. It's the añejo. Now, some of us are a little bit more poor than you. So <laughs> when you say price <laughs> price yeah, point, yeah. what do you mean by price point? We like wait a minute. What's the, is that eighteen dollar bottle or
2: sixty dollar bottle? Mm. It's, it's a it's a fifty dollar bottle. Okay. See what I'm talking about? Depending okay. on where you get it. But okay. If, if you're okay. into quality sipping. Mm. Um, price point on this, which I am. Yeah. For me a little something, something. Yeah. Hey. You can't go wrong
0: with this price point. Appreciate you. We gotta
1: get it, get it popping. That's right. All right. All right. All right.
0: I'm, I'm proud of Greg. Greg <laughs> came in here. He didn't hesitate at all. He was like, "We drinking early this morning." I was hey. like, "We gonna do it." Hey, all right, I'm with it. no shade baby. <laughs> we gonna do it, fellas. We gonna have a good conversation. Good conversation. About this. Good I comments. appreciate. It. Thank you for bringing this. Thanks. We got Mr. Emmett behind the scenes as well. He doing some video for us guys. So sip, sip. I like it. That's smooth. I it's like smooth. it. That's, I see why. I have $50. Smooth, like
2: saxophone is <laughs> That's pretty smooth. All
0: right. So what we're going to do, instead of me trying to imitate L, normally what we do at this party is called Who Am I? Who Am I? L has these hints of certain guests that we need to guess who they are in order to win. I'm not very good at giving, doing that stuff. But what I do want to do is I'm going to give you a couple hints about one person. And then we're, going to, we're going, I'm going to ask a question about this person once you guess who it is. All right? So, this comedian recently had a new movie come out, and, and it's causing kind of a stir. It's coming out for a few weeks ago. What would you say? When can we guess? Whenever. Okay. Whenever uh, Eddie Murphy. Correct. So, Eddie Murphy, Coming to America 2. We don't have to discuss Coming to America 2. That's not really what I care about. We already watched it at this point. My question is, where does Eddie Murphy... Rank, in all greatest time. of all time comedians. I know Remy's a comedian head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go last. you kind of long-winded. What do y'all rank Eddie Murphy? <clears throat> Anyone can go. I to
1: take it?
2: Um, I like Eddie early in his career. Um, as he got older and matured, I think some of the stuff kind of just got corny for me. It wasn't as funny as when I was younger and following his career. Um, where I would place him. Um,
0: where you going to place him are you placing
3: him?
2: I, I
0: I could see him in a top six top Not, six j-
2: just outside of my top five
0: yeah wow out of the top five i didn't expect that where well, you placing, on, gray
1: all right see the way i look at it is like this are we talking about stand-up eddie murphy or movie eddie uh, murphy that's a good question now if yeah, we go with important. movie i definitely would have to put him probably number one mm, you know because really? i'm thinking about I'm your, with you you in, know man. with like your Kevin Hart, your mm-hmm, Dave Chappelle's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know Cosby's, Bernie whatever okay. Bernie Mac. Wow, okay. You know I can't think anyone that's that tops Eddie Murphy, movie wise. I got one when it comes to comedian. I think Chris Tucker
3: might be a little above Eddie on movies.
0: So I don't know. That's I don't the beta, right,
3: beta. right. So, that's baby. Right. That's know. like the only person I can See? think of though. I was. But Chris say Tucker this. had a, a dope ass movie run for a little while. Correct. Like three rush hours.
0: You know see, what I'm saying? He got a trilogy. I don't, see, I don't know. See, I don't find him funny though. I don't find Chris a lot of funny.
3: everybody at that time did though. Like yeah. he was the guy for like that. That fresh. It wasn't as long as like a decade, so I think they don't really give him the credit. But he was the movie guy for a minute. He, I mean He did a movie with yeah. Jackie
1: Chan. Yeah. See, that's the. I kind of look at it like, kind of like the Kevin, Kevin Durant championship rings, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, he was at the top, yeah. but it wasn't like Eddie Murphy wasn't carrying it. Because at the time, mm-hmm. Jackie Chang was also, you know, big, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. superstar, yeah. Right? Yeah. you know, whereas Eddie Murphy, it's like you went to the movie for Eddie Murphy, right? you know, yeah. so it's like some of those people, they went for Jackie Chang. So I would definitely right. think he had the So you're saying that you don't feel like... Chris Tucker could have could have been like
3: the number one headliner of a movie he could be like the one of two characters yeah but being the guy like Eddie Murphy has yeah. been the guy exactly like you know boom. you know Ring, it's just Eddie Murphy uh, like you
1: go in there to, to see Eddie that. Murphy yeah. you know and I yeah, if like everyone exactly. in that theater went there to see you know Chris Tucker now he was a big Jackie part of
0: it he wanted to see Jackie Chan you know, I guess yeah. for me I, I don't separate them because I like to lump everything together the movies and the stand up because that's part of yeah. his, of their entire career yeah it's just like doing different jobs at a Correct. particular organization before I get my answer where do you rank Eddie Murphy of all time shit <laughs> I didn't even think about my answer Um, uh, but I would say stand like up you definitely
3: top five <clears throat> who's wait? because there's there's so many I love so many comedians and we're talking about Okay, are we talking about comedians or are we talking about black comedians?
0: Comedians, not. I didn't say black. Best even, black. I'm saying comedian. I top. Can't even. Uh, <laughs> what do you rank them? Come on. Uh, all
3: right, I I'll say top ten. Wow. Top ten somewhere. He's got to be top ten. So who's better then?
0: Richard Pryor. I, I Richard mean, Breyer. I'm yeah. Pryor. I'm a reach, I'm reach, I'm reach right. for not.
3: I'm not saying Chris Rock is first, but I'm gonna reach for Chris Rock before I reach Eddie Murphy for sure. Okay. Um, definitely Richard Pryor. Unfortunately, you got to mention Bill Cosby. Um. So I, I I wouldn't have Bill Cosby up. You, there You got to talk about what's 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 the white dude that said the seven things you can't say on uh, George, George Carlin. Carlin. George Carlin. You got to say George Carlin. It's like so, uh, Louis C.K. is in my top five. <laughs> so I think Jerry, Sin- is I think Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld is
0: actually All time great. I think Chris Rock yeah, is so, all time great. So Eddie Murphy starts. Dave to Cha- fall lower Dave and Chappelle. Lower. Dave Chappelle better than Eddie Murphy? No. no. Dave Chappelle didn't. I don't think him. so either. No,
1: I don't think so. I don't think and so even, either. Even Seinfeld I wouldn't say is better than Eddie Murphy. Now, I'm a Jerry wow, Seinfeld Chappelle fan, but yeah. it's, just, it's so different. Yeah, You know, it's, like, it's you, like a different
3: comedy. You know what? I agree with you that Dave Chappelle wouldn't be above Eddie Murphy because of Eddie Murphy's movie career. But if you just put the stand-ups against the stand-ups, I think Chappelle got Eddie.
0: I mean, it's a good debate. Uh, I like to give people their due credit when they're alive. Like too often we always wait people, people die and like, Oh he was so great And he did that Let's talk about him Why they fucking alive uh-huh. Right And I agree yeah. Like early Eddie I love uh, But someone other day uh, Made a good point that Comedy from like the 80s and 90s Doesn't age well yeah, right. exactly. So, like so if you watch it <laughs> yeah. now, you're like, "Oh shit!" The yeah. <laughs> is quite ridiculous now. Like, like
3: he he does an entire joke about just just an African woman, and I feel yeah. like everybody would be like, "Come on, Eddie, <laughs> like yes. that's not it." <laughs> but it was you know? so funny then. Of course, it was you hilarious know? at the time. And I
0: wonder if it's still funny today in our mind, but we don't feel comfortable saying that it's funny because of everything that has changed and it was well, you know what i mean i
3: feel like i feel like there's there's a, a lot of comedy in ignorance i think when you don't know about something it's easier for you to laugh about it or laugh at it you know what i'm saying so the further away you are from something the easier it is to not take it personal mm-hmm. but as soon as you get close to it like let's say we, we were joking about uh you know cancer or something like that well if nobody here has had cancer or had yeah. or that had cancer there could be a joke about that that will work in this room but as soon as you add a cancer survivor to the situation,
0: it's it like, yeah, we funny. should not be laughing at this, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Well, that's good. I just wanted, I was just curious of people. I was thinking about that earlier today, Eddie Murphy, man. It's like, coming to America, I didn't think it was great, but it wasn't bad. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I laughed. I thought it paid homage to the first one, yeah. you know? So my, my
3: word is I appreciated it. See, Like, like that's, that's all I needed. I didn't need to love the movie. I didn't need right, to right. think it was the most hilarious thing. I was happy that eddie murphy did that and everybody came together to do that again
2: for the time span in between getting out to a second movie i appreciate it yeah you know everything that was put in it you know going back reliving the original um and moving forward modernizing you know Mm -hmm. what things are today i appreciate it for that fact
3: yeah and there's so many people out here talking about man i hated that movie so
1: much see it's crazy because i'm one of those people oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> this is what i will say i took it like a parody of the first one yeah. i was like man i don't know like it doesn't feel the same yeah but it's kind of like how you said earlier where comedy doesn't age well yeah. sometimes i wonder if the first one came out today mm-hmm. if i would be like man this is Funny if I would right. be like, man, is yeah. he making fun of Africa? Yeah. You know, so yeah. maybe it's just yeah. my taste. Yeah. My palate oh, have evolved. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. it wasn't really that bad, but because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, it's evolved. So at this point where they kept caught me, it's like, uh, I don't who, know. Do we, who do y'all
0: think did the best acting job in coming to America? And then we'll move on.
1: Oh, I thought uh, uh,
3: Arsenio Hall was great. I, I loved thought, Arsenio Hall. I thought Wesley Hall. Snipes did the best job. Oh, you're talking about the new one. The new one. You yeah. know, I don't know about the new one. The new one. Maybe Tiana Taylor. She I mean, didn't she do was, nothing she was sexy though. She was
0: she was looking good. she
1: was, was mean, looking good. Was <laughs> yeah, she stole the scene. Yeah. yeah. But and, 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 and to me I
3: don't I don't know if she's an actor or she has any acting ability or whatever. So that was probably like her, you know, like initial outing as an actress and she was nah, able to She's been in a couple like dancing movies like Step Up what like what those type of movies. She she kind of acts like the way Beyonce acts to me, she, like she, like she's, I, she's, she's got some floor. work, she's got some work to do to me. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, who y'all
2: think? I I thought the I don't know his name, but the um
0: guy that played the son. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. His, his yeah. He, he played his part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, it could have been better. I guess it could have been better, and it did feel like a, a Tyler Perry kind of movie a little bit. So that was my thing. It just felt right, it, like it was like a Wayne's movie, like a parody. Like, you know? Like yeah, I didn't think about that. And I think I feel like, unfortunately, okay. I think that's where I think I feel like a lot of our black movies are kind of like ha- headed, and I like that. <laughs> I'll
3: say this: when when, I, when we watched Coming to America, my my girl was very much focused on the the main character, and she she liked she liked him. So she felt like whoever this guy is, like, like I, I like partially like the movie because of him. She liked his personality. She just liked the vibe that he brought to the movie or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily care one way or another. He just was like another dude to me. Mm-hmm. Cause, but I have all this like, I like I'm a fucking comedy fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So for her, this was just like, oh, this is a continuation from a movie that I probably saw a long time ago and I thought was straight or whatever. Because she's, you know, she's she's a little weird about American entertainment. Um, but. She liked the guy. Like she liked him and she wants to see what else he's gonna do. So that that could be at least one thing that came from it. The guy know? that and paid his son? Yeah, the guy that oh, played okay. his son. Oh yeah. okay. Gotcha. She she's excited about what he's gonna do in the future. Well, shout out
0: to Eddie Murphy. I'm sure he will never hear this episode of All T No Shade, but Oh, he's gonna hear. Just it. in case he does. <laughs> hey, I'm, we gonna do appreciate I'm gonna hit you. him up.
3: I think Marley could probably hit him up. You've been in a room with Eddie Murphy before, haven't you? Not yet. Oh, not not yet. yet. He, probably, <laughs> he gonna he gonna get there though. <laughs> he's he gonna, gonna get there. there.
0: All right, guys, we're going to get into this main sip. Let me find this clip real quick. Do You know what time it is? Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Yeah. Hey, Sippers, (laughs) do you know what time it is? Hell time yeah. for the main sip. The main sip, I said, it's time for the main sip. The main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I, time for the main sip. The main sip, I said, it's time for the main sip. The main sip, get, get your, your cup, cup ready, ready, drink ready, drink tea ready. I get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I. All right, so yes, yes, yes. I wanted to do this topic for a few reasons. One, there's this notion out there that men don't want to be married, and two, that black men specifically don't want to be married. So I wanted to have a positive talk about marriage. So Sippers, that's why I invited Greg and Marlon on because they're both living the married life. And you have one guy and myself that wants to be married and okay with being married. And we have another guy, Remy, who ideally wants to be married, but he has his concerns about marriage. Is that correct to state. And that, that's the, the <laughs> simple way to say it, I guess. <laughs> Concerns. Oh, man. Uh, so, so again, thank y'all for joining. So my question first is to Greg and Marlon, how long have you been married and did you always know that you wanted to get married? I don't care who goes first.
2: For me, I've been married 24 years. Um, Damn. Wow. And I've always known I wanted to get married. Um, My grandparents were together for a long time. My parents have been together a long time. They just celebrated their 49th year of marriage. Um, So just growing
3: up around that longevity
2: of marriage, Mm -hmm. I knew that I would get married.
3: So you got married in the 90s? Got married in the 90s. I feel like that'd be a great time to get married.
0: The 90s? I, I probably would have cheated my ass off. Well, I yeah, I mean, whatever, the whatever. But the music, dog, <laughs> the music
3: from the 90s to get married during that time period. Time. I'm
0: sure it was amazing. 24 oh, years. Like that, like,
3: you playing, like the new, you playing the new prince at your wedding.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like the new yeah. prince is at your wedding. What about you, Greg? Uh, we've been married now four years. Uh, December 11, 2016. Mm. Uh, we met August 17, 2006 in law school. Ah, on her, okay. On her birthday and our first date was October 20th. Oh, this man got all the dates. <laughs> oh. He came correct. Cause uh, he know years. Regina going to be listening. So how long you been married? 4 years, uh, four years now. Four year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh I I we took the It was very unorthodox like I mm-hmm. um, cuz we were together, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh we bought our first home before we got married, you know, and um but I I don't know if I Always knew I wanted to be married, mm-hmm. but it's something that you know. After a while, just I wanted, yeah, you know. But I don't know
0: if I, you know. Did you know that before you met yeah, Regina, no or did, did you meet Regina? You was like, damn, I was like, yo, I can do this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Shout no, out to Regina, I would say by I way.
0: Mean, probably
1: like in undergrad. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's one of those things. Sometimes when you look at okay, where you want to be in life, where you want to go, mm-hmm. you know, it's like eventually. You know, I remember when I was in undergrad, I was like, I want four kids. Mm. You know, but at halfway the time, there. No, nah, man, I'm <laughs> done, man. See, but at the time it's like one of those things you kinda wanted, but you don't know all the ramifications of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. But once you're kind of growing and learning and understanding, you know, all these different Man. roles you have to play, mm-hmm. you know, all these different yeah. things. It was like, I don't know if I want any kids, but I still want to be married. I mm-hmm. like that stability, mm-hmm. you know, that ability to build together, yeah. you know, travel together because I love to travel. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, you know, one of the things that I love, you know, and it was just like having someone to share all of that with. Yeah.
0: So you said your parents were married, Marlon? Cool. and mm-hmm. So that kind of inspired you. Your parents married? Yes, they were married, but my mom passed away when I was 10 years
1: old. Okay. So it was like, you know, most of my, you know, that age where you're
0: learning so much, Mm. you know, I was raised by my father. Mm. And so, Remy, what is, what, tell the zippers kind of your, my background? Not really your background. You can Mm -hmm. tell your concerns around marriage um, and, my concerns,
3: man. That's a dissertation. Short version. Short version. <laughs> short version. Uh, so I'm a young man who is very relationship uh, prone. Um, I usually, I don't really do single life like that very well. So I've always been in relationships. So all of my experiences in being in relationships and dealing with relationships. And uh, my longest relationship was eight years. Damn. Uh, with a young lady. Um, my longest relationship with a woman. My longest relationship in my life was 11 years with my my car. <laughs> my first new car, 11 years, baby. Eight years, though. Uh, eight years was the long, longest relationship. It was mostly long distance, which is why I think it went so long anyway. But that was probably the one at the time. And then eventually I got engaged again in another situation, which was about four
0: years. And that one was complicated. So you do a lot of long, long relationships. So,
3: I, I mean, I guess you could say I've, I've had four relationships.
0: I'm in the fourth. No. Were your parents married?
3: My father took a long time to get married. All right. So he was married for about a year.
0: Okay. <laughs> like, for me, like, I, my parents got divorced early. I was, like, 10 years old when they got divorced. So, the only people that I saw married, really, were my grandparents. And they died in the early 90s when I was, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then my uncle uh, he was married for a very long time and so he's really the only positive light i've i have had on the marriage life with that said i've never had a negative uh perception of marriage i think this maybe in me being a hopeful r- romantic is like i want to be married well you have you what ever man? seen the hardships of marriage or or Marriages I mean, I felt the, the hardships. hardships. I've seen what divorce causes and how it hurts, how it divides families. And I've seen way more divorces than I have seen marriages in my lifetime experience.
3: Your parents still get along?
0: Now. Yeah. Now. But that took a lot of healing. Of course. That took a lot of time. My dad's been remarried twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but for some reason, society has this this thing that men don't, Get a benefit from being married. What's the benefit from men to be married in this day and age? You hear it all around. I know what it is. So, from your all perspective, what's the benefit of being married from the two married guys in the room?
1: <laughs> I will say this. I think a lot of a lot of times society have this. Um, there's this out there like for men, there's no benefit, mm-hmm. but. I would disagree you know i think the first thing is especially if you want to have kids you mm. know that's something most people don't want which is understandable mm-hmm. you know but i think if you want to have kids um it's beneficial to ha- have someone that you see eye to eye with who mm. can help you raise the kids because that's just a whole other a whole lot of work mm. um i think just the stability that it provides um s- having someone that's basically your best friend that's there, someone you can count on, someone you can rely on, Mm -hmm. you know, having that different perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think one thing about my wife is I trust her completely with any decision. Mm. So we have different backgrounds, but even if she says something or she decides on something that I don't agree with, Mm -hmm. I trust that she made that decision because she believed it would be best for the union for mm. us. Um, I believe she had my interest at heart over her interest, mm. truthfully. So even if she, you know, we're going down the road and she said take this path, and I'm like, okay, I see a hole in here. We're going to fall. <laughs> I still trust her because I know she made that decision because she wholeheartedly believes it's the best decision for us.
0: Gotcha. So that's
1: why, you know, under any circumstances... Um, You know, certain decisions, I may not agree with it, but Mm -hmm. I will go with it because it comes from a good place. Um, I do think being married, it allows you an opportunity to grow that you wouldn't have if you were single or if you didn't Mm -hmm. have that um, comfort Mm -hmm. with someone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there's so many intangibles and I think financially, it definitely helps a whole lot. 100 percent. You know, um, it's a good way. It does help build wealth. Uh, I mean, there's so many positives, and um, I always equate it with kind of like having kids. I remember there was a point I didn't want any kids. Mm -hmm. Like when we got married, I didn't want kids anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, man, all this, all that, I don't want kids. And, um, I would always, every time she's telling me you know, about you know how great having kids would be, I'm like, man, every time I ask somebody who have kids about having kids, it's like they warn me more than encourage me. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, like it's I, a lot. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. like I went to college, and I had a great time. Every time someone's like, hey, should I go to college? I'm like, oh, heck yeah, man, go uh, to college. Man, it's yeah. the freaking best time of your life. I'm yeah. never hey, apprehensive. Hey, do everything yeah. that you ain't going to be
3: able to do when you have
1: kids. <laughs> you yeah. know, but whenever you ask someone with kids, like, man, I'm thinking about having kids, man, what you think? Don't
3: do it, bro. you sure you want to go
1: down that road. They come up with like, no, don't do it. Please, don't do it. They could never explain the benefit in a yeah. way. You know, it's yeah. one of those things that like, man, you just have to experience well, uh-huh. it. I mean,
3: you don't really know the benefit until
1: like, like 20, 30 years. But later, not really. no, but not uh-huh. even that. Like, there's um, like when I pick up my daughter, like mm-hmm. I'll literally walk in because mm-hmm. I pick her up from daycare every time, and yeah. it's like, it's like. Every time I see her, yeah. it's a victory lap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's and little, it's crazy yeah. because it's yeah. like literally just by, showing, by up, showing up. And you can't really explain that to someone who right. doesn't you know it. It's one of those yeah, things yeah. where, you know, I never got it when people would tell me that until I experienced it. And yeah. it's like the greatest thing. Yeah. Marley.
2: Greg hit on a lot of key points. Um I would say just society has changed so much. So the outlook on marriage and a mandrel. Um mm. I'm more old school. Mm. And just growing up, looking at my grandparents, great-grandparents, uh, for the short time that I got to see them and my parents, you know, the benefits was you were building something and living life with somebody mm-hmm. that you wanted to share everything with. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say benefits, benefits are sort of what I want to use, uh, Benefits can be pretty much anything because you can build more with somebody who's there as a helpmate yeah. than trying to do everything by yourself. 100%. And to where we are today, more people are accustomed to or used to doing for and by themselves that the relationship ain't working, mm. I'll turn next. I, I got mm, me. Mm-hmm. And I think more people have become selfish when it comes to relationships that I could do for myself rather than struggling with somebody.
0: Yeah. Great, you got some thoughts? Uh Benefits. About, about benefits. About what benefits. Or anything that what, Greg would say. When a man said. gets out of
3: marriage. Yeah.
0: Okay, two words. You ready? Alright. All right. Pussy farm. Pussy farm? Pussy farm. In house pussy, are you saying? That's what I'm saying.
3: I'm saying as hunters, as as uh men. Our job is to go out and try to hunt and, you know, try to find... Are you just trying to be funny? That, or? We're, lo- that we're looking for. <laughs> and then, you know, we go through all the motions to try to get it or whatever. But the smarter one among us is going to be the one that farms that shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm just I don't saying. Get it. It. I'm just I don't saying. get it.
3: Somebody out there understands what I'm saying.
0: I mean, there's always going to be a benefit Pussy of car. having in-house versus trying, going out there and have to hunt for it. Yeah. But there's way more benefits to marriage than just, than just that.
3: I mean, you're probably right. I'm a young man still figuring it out. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs>
0: One thing I like what you said, Both of you said, it's like the the stability of it. I think we forget in this culture that you can absolutely do better in the right marriage. Oh yeah, right. You it's easier to have two incomes versus just one income. Right, it's easier to, like you said, build wealth. Um, to have someone that you can trust completely, someone who who has your back, and I don't know why this, our culture has gotten to this thing of, I can do, I can do, I'm just gonna do it by myself. Like, because we tired of each other. <laughs>
3: We've been fucking each other over for a long time, like as genders,
0: like men and women. <laughs> we've been, we in have, like a, I mean, a cold we cold war. We have been getting. It seems like we've been getting further and further away, yeah. and it's just from being able to build intimacy. Yeah. Intimacy. I don't. I
2: don't think much has changed when it comes to that. <clears throat> so if you think about, I think technology has taken away from that because a lot of the things that were done way back then still done now. It's just technology social mm-hmm, media mm-hmm. and all these other things that amplifies it putting because when mr willie was going around the corner and, mm-hmm. and doing this stuff only person knew was the neighbor mm-hmm. right? so unless the neighbor was talking nobody else knew what mr willie was doing mm-hmm. nowadays i mean you got cell phones um <laughs> video cameras i mean everything to kind of put that business out there yeah so in that aspect we see it more it's in our face more it's, it's not hitting as much as it was hitting back in the day which that has separated relationships and how people build on their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, women are fed up with men, period. Men are fed up with attitudes of women, period. But a lot of that men caused.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I agree with and, that. And women yeah. have
2: evolved to where they don't need men as much. Mm. They want a man. Mm-hmm. But but to they have sick a of our need ship. for women. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that that's changed the aspects of relationships to where.
0: That's, a, that's true, man.
2: A woman gonna say, I can do bad by myself and be
3: okay with that.
2: Damn
0: Tyler Perry. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Tyler Perry fucking up all of us.
1: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, but it's, 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 it's the truth. Um... Even married couples. I mean, you, you get to a point to where if there's no growth left in the marriage, mm-hmm. I mean, it becomes a struggle. Oh like, man, what, what, what yeah. are you in your marriage for at that point?
3: Yeah, I think there there has to be growth in everything. Um, because once something stops growing, it starts dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like like I was talking about this the other day. I don't know when I would actually want to retire, or if I do retire, what am I gonna pick up after that? Because once you mm. get to a certain age, you're gonna feel like you're gonna start dying. And if that's what you're focused on, then that's what you that's, that's that's where where you're headed. Period. Yeah. You're focused on dying. And I talked to my like 75 year old auntie the other day, and she's she's making plans. She got travel plans. She's got plans to live to this place and mm. go visit that person. I'm like, all right, well, hey, I see you when, when I see you. Let's let's get out here and do this. And uh, and she's got all the like hurdles in the world. You know what I'm saying? But she's still living her life. So, I appreciate that. I, f- I feel like you got to do the same thing when it comes to marriage. You got to still yeah. be willing to live for whatever it's supposed to be. But,
2: yeah, I'm going to back Remy on something real quick. Mm-hmm. I performed at a wedding last night, and um, the grandparents were still alive and at the wedding of this couple, mm-hmm. and they were celebrating their 59th year of marriage. Mm-hmm. It's the wow.
3: That's my life twice.
2: And so, <laughs> they asked, what was the secret to the longevity mm-hmm. of the marriage? Mm-hmm. What, do you, say? what do you say? Grandpa said a bunch of great, amazing sex. Absolutely, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, <You know, laughs> back, back and me up a little bit of. Oh, I don't, de- <laughs> I don't, I don't, that that. I don't
0: deny that. I don't deny that. That is hilarious. I think we all shout we, out to Grandpa. <laughs> I think we all know that on for the most part, men are much more simple in the things that we need for a happy, Absolutely. happy yeah. marriage Very than true. what women need. Okay. For whatever reason, I don't. We, we ain't got to go into details for that, but. I can. I think that's probably true. You know, to, to some, some some truth to that. So I would say for, we we'll talk about fears, right? One of the fears that I have personally, going from dating someone to potentially marrying someone, is I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to get divorced, right? I don't want to lose all that I have. Um, I don't. I don't want to. This is the last only, only pussy I'm gonna get the rest of my life. You know what I mean? These are some of the fears that I have. I'm not saying I don't, I wouldn't sacrifice it, but I think this is some of my fears. Did you guys have any fears going from dating someone to getting, getting making that step to proposing? For me, my- And what my fears si- exist, I guess?
2: My, my situation into marriage kind of happened a little differently. Um, we were expecting. Mm. And then having the parents that I had, you know, it was, hey, you got to do the right thing. You got a baby on the way. You know, you're already living together.
0: You feel like it was kind of forced on you in a way?
2: Force is strong, but I was not ready or prepared. Gotcha. Um, I did it from the pressure of family. Every time I was around family Ooh. here, her family's here, you know, that was the first question they asked. When you got get married. Baby. You got to um. living together, when you get married. Mm. And one day and I just, was heavy I back just said, hey, plan it. <clears throat> And I literally got married two months after I said after I said planet. Mm. Um, no counseling, no mm. in-depth in in conversation about what mm. our mm. wants, values were, mm. you know, what, how we were going to build, um, mm. what her drawbacks were of me, my drawbacks of her. We never got into any of that. Mm. Gotcha. Um, And those things are very important in a relationship. So I can appreciate, you know, you, Jay, saying that, you know, you have some fears and things. But the one thing that I'll say on that is there's no perfect person. Mm. There's a perfect person for you, but no Mm. perfect person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to get to a point to where, okay, I like this person enough that I want to build something with you. Yeah. Flaws and all. Let's make this work. Because if, if you don't get to that mindset, you're, you're never going to be happy because something's gonna always pop up. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. You know, you say the word red flag, is it really a red flag or it's just, you got a disagreement? Mm-hmm. So those are some things you, you got to think about and I'm gonna say change your perspective because again, there's a perfect person for you. Mm-hmm. It's just how do you move forward and grow with finding that person? Or when, when you and that person together, how do you grow from that? Because things are gonna pop up. For sure. Things are sure. always gonna pop up. There's gonna be some disagreements, gonna be some problem. heated conversation. And I mean, I, I four years know. that I've known you, you, you're a very vocal person.
0: For sure. So For sure. Something <laughs> <pop up>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also a really great communicator, so I, I, right, I'm okay right, right. with Right, know, so yeah. th- th-
2: those are the things you, you can't be afraid to be in a relationship because you are a great communicator. Mm. And me knowing you from my experiences with you, you're gonna want somebody who has that same communicating aspect mm-hmm. in return. Mm-hmm. Hey, if something come up, if I'm doing something wrong, talk to me. Don't just hold it in yeah, and then right. you all of a sudden blow up on me because yeah. I I left a sock on the floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. those
2: things you deal with marriage, Leave yeah. something out of place. Like why you keep leaving these damn socks on the floor? <laughs> uh, the so- basket right there, yeah, you got it on the side of the basket. Some, some
0: so? can I ask you a question? Sure. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold that thought. I right. I'm want Greg to answer. point. Nah. well I, I just want to
1: say I think. You know, the fears that you speak of, you know, fear of getting divorced, losing everything, you know, being, you know, that just that last pussy you're always firing, you know, mm. you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, all those fears are reasonable. Mm. You know, anything positive you do in life, you know, to grow, to get better, to be a better person, you're going to have those fears, you know. Um, but you can't let fears of what might go wrong control your life. You know, you think about, you well,
0: know, <laughs>
1: because at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, the most important thing is like he said, is finding someone that you feel like, okay, we can tackle everything that comes mm. at us together, mm. you know, mm. because everything you do, you have that fear, you know, I remember, you know, decided to go to college, you know, I had never been to Tallahassee. I went to Florida State you know the my first day there for orientation was literally my first time in Tallahassee because mm. you know we we were poor and you know i wasn't able to go visit schools do yeah. all this and all that see the campus right. you know it was like all right i'm gonna stay in florida for whatever's cheaper mm. and you know last minute was like either fsu or uf uf wanted me to come in the fall fsu wanted me to come in the summer and i was, lived in naples and i was like i'm getting the hell out of naples mm-hmm. so first come first serve all right, I'm gone, you know, now I could say, well, man, I might fail out of college. So many people fail out, you know, my parents didn't pre-save or prepaid my college. It was all student loans and be like, man, I'm going to be owing all this money. This is going to be scary. You know, like anything you're doing, trying to be positive, there's fears of failure. True. You know, the point is to look at, you know, the possibility of conquering that, the possibility of succeeding, Mm. you know, and it's a leap you have to make, but you have to find someone that you feel like, you know, we might not be on the same page all the time, mm. but we'll find a way to work it out all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the fear will always be there, you know, and Just you kinda, know, yeah. as far as, you know, hey, this is the last person you getting. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you probably had enough, but right, you get to exactly. point, you know, it's yeah, like, uh. Exactly, I feel you. You know, wild, you know it. it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, You know? you're right. so it's, the fear will always be, be there. there. Yeah. The point is, you know, you have to believe in yourself. You know, think about everything. And like the you, person
0: you're choosing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, you,
1: recently you, you moved to Tampa, got a new job, you know. I'm yeah. sure you could be like, man, this is, Different. I'm used to across the bridge. Yeah, you know, all used about business. No,
2: I remember. Did you want to come to table.
1: You know, but <laughs> eventually you had to tell yourself, you know what? This is positive. Absolutely, I'm do it. You know, absolutely, it's a smaller scale. Absolutely, but absolutely. But I think one thing in life that uh, we've gotten used to being able to tell ourselves that, you know, I can do this. Mm. You know, if something come up wrong, I can do this. But the scary thing about marriage is knowing that. Your success is based on someone else's work. Mm. Yeah. You know, you right. can say, hey, I'm gonna start this podcast, I'm gonna put 100% into it. But imagine there's someone else, and if they don't put anything to, into mm. it, it's gonna crash and burn. Yeah. So you have to trust that your co-pilot- Got
0: your back, 100%. Got your back, you know, and that's the hardest that's part. The hardest but at part. the
1: same time, you know, that your co-pilot also have to trust you, mm-hmm. that you know, you're gonna do your part. So it's just finding that one person yeah. where, you know it's never perfect you know mm, yeah. like there's always differences yeah. there's always things that come up but it's just trusting that hey we'll figure it out together yep what were you See, gonna say remi
3: go ahead so so the way the way my pessimistic pessimistic brain views that is this person at any time has complete and utter control over my happiness
0: today well, they Which should mean, never have control over your happiness,
3: though. So. Unfortunately, it's it's more the case than you would expect. So I mean, let's to a, say... To an extent, we'll they do. To mm-hmm. Depending mm-hmm. on, they on they how do. toxic she is, yeah, mm-hmm. you can literally <laughs> just be like playing PS4 and having a good day or whatever, and yeah. then she's not having a good day, so she take your PS4 and throw it out the window. Your yeah, day is different now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your day has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing you were yeah, saying, but like yeah. you, if you don't have that trust... Then you're gonna be like, this motherfucker is gonna fuck my day up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. (laughs) If you're in a
1: bad marriage. But on the flip side, you know, she gotta look at you like, you know, he could my day up. You know what I'm saying? For sure. She gotta trust that, you know, you're gonna protect. You know, (laughs) so and that's the approach. You know, the approach is always like I want to make her day good because mm-hmm. if her day is good my day will be better and her mm-hmm. like I got to make mm-hmm. his day good because if his day good I know he'll make my day better yeah. so and but it's just getting to that point it's hard for a lot of people because I mean I think so much in the media, and just so much that's out there is very negative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we highlight the negative in every situation. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you watch the news, whatever the case is, you Marriage get on Facebook, you know. Yeah. If, if you log in, you're like, hey, I'm having a great day with my wife, man, I don't nobody care about that. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get five mm-hmm. likes, yeah. you know. If you log yeah. in, you're like, yeah. this nigga chitting on me, then yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. Everybody could, on there. You yeah. could
3: almost blame, like, movie and TVs for that because we kind of gravitate towards the drama, reality for the sake yeah. of the drama. If there's no yeah. drama, we don't like it. Yeah. yeah,
1: but that's, you know, part of that's human nature, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing about it is, you, you know, you have to pull back from that and just have that belief, you know. Yeah. And it's hard to yeah. have it, you know. But it takes a lot of communication, a lot of consistency. Like, you mm-hmm. know, hard work and consistency like anything in life. You know, it's like... Anything you're trying to do, work, consistency. It has to be every day, every day. You know, if you want to lose weight, you can get up today, go to the gym and eat Mm -hmm. a salad. But can you do that 365 days? Yeah. You know, consistency. That's the most important thing.
0: So I um, I have a two-part question here. And obviously, Altino Che has a wide range of different demographics, white white listeners, uh, Asian listeners. But this question is more geared towards specifically black men, all right? And so two parts. Do y'all know other black men that are married and why do you think there's this theory that black men don't want to be married? Two part question. Do you know black men, other black men that are married other than outside of this room, obviously? And why do you think the theory is or the is that black men don't want to be married? Anybody? Oh, I don't know any married black
3: men. I don't know. I guess I don't live in Tampa where I know I'm close to any married black men. I know, like, some black men in Detroit that are married, and I got cousins who recently got married. Um, So I talk to them about that stuff sometimes or whatever,
0: but I don't know. I just... (laughs) Okay, so your answer is pretty much no. So why why do you think... Uh, people believe that black men don't want to get married. You see it all over social media. You see it everywhere. Black men don't want to get married. Black men aren't in in the household. Black men are uh, all in jail, et cetera, et cetera. I'll say this, and this is just something I learned recently about about
3: black men as as a commodity, (laughs) like in the dating world or whatever. There's a lot more eligible black women than there are to eligible black men. So then black men are given so much choice Mm. and and with too many options, it's kind of hard to make a decision at all. Mm. So when you have like the pick of the litter, it's gonna be difficult for you to to pick somebody that I guess probably could be good for you because you'll probably always be seeing that there's something that seems like it's better over there. Oh, she got a fatter ass. Oh, she cooks for her man or she does this. So when you got all that surrounding you, it's gonna be hard to pick the one that probably has the most of what you're looking for. It's just, she's missing something that you know, you can't even see because you're too busy looking at somebody's fat ass. <laughs> so that that's that's my take on okay, that Okay, ain't no wrong with that. And that that was based on a conversation I had about uh, just just. I mean, I black, agree. Black, I mean, black, I, I black I, I men, agree. black men, single black men, as you, na- you know, Jay are winning right now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm y'all married. are winning. I <laughs> think. Y'all are having a good time in these COVID
1: streets. I have had a good time. Mike underlies a single man. but I think my take on it is a little bit different. Um, I do have, like, I have uh, line brothers who are married. A lot of fraternity brothers are married. A lot of friends I went to undergrad with What's are your married. fraternity? I go to Phi Theta. A lot of friends I went to undergrad with are married. Um, you know, I've probably been um, a groomsman and, you know, handful of weddings. Mm. Um, a lot of my friends from law school are married. But I will say that I think there are a lot more of that demographics. When I look at, like, my white friends and my black friends, a lot mm. more of my black friends who are not married than my white friends. Mm. And I think some of that is just due to, um, in our community, I think... And I don't want to be too controversial, but sometimes I think a lot of things that are looked at as positive, we as black people find a way to devalue it. I agree. And that kind of holds us back a lot. Mm. Um, You know, I do think that I think getting married is a positive thing. But I think in our community, it it, there isn't like a it's not value, you know, it's Mm. not like something where you're aspired to be mm-hmm. married yeah you know and i think in different cultures it, it tends to be a little bit different i think another thing about black men and um in particular we feel like we have to reach this certain point to get married mm-hmm. you know it's like um, uh, you know whereas i think white people i look back like my undergrad years things of that nature it's like they build together mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. you see two people who You just got out of college or just met Generational past that You know Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. you know and they'll get married And it's like you know But whereas with us it's like okay I need to I need to get to this point in my career I need to buy a house I need to do this I need to do that And Mm -hmm. it's like you know whereas Mm -hmm. White people they'll be in the apartment together They'll do this they'll do that they'll buy the home You know blah 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 And I think um, you know we lack that in our culture
0: You know Yeah. I got something about About Black marriage and numbers. I'm gonna come back to that, but you make some amazing points for sure. Yeah. So, that's what I,
2: I I agree with you and Remy. <clears throat> um, I do know a lot of black men that are married. Um, but going back to what you were just talking about, the difference in cultural culture to where in the black community, marriage isn't glorified. Mm, it's exactly. Just, it's just not glorified. Mm. We have such a larger hill to climb when it mm. comes to building mm. and, and getting with the right person and mm-hmm. that it's always a struggle. Even when you find a good person to build with, it's, it's always a struggle to get to the mm. point to where you're content and satisfied and happy with, you know, where you are. Exactly. Where if you look at other um, cultures, um, I perform at these white weddings and it's like, it's unlimited as to what they'll put out for a wedding. Yes. And um, Jay not too long ago, we talked about this, about um, the spot at how people just fork out, you know, thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of dollars for weddings. I mean, I've done million dollar weddings. Mm-hmm. None of them were black. Mm-hmm. Not, not even close to the same concept of what they would put out. But I have been to some nice black weddings. Um, and it, It's just different. Mm-hmm. How we approach it How we go about it You know even
0: It's it's, it's just different Did you already answer Remy? I think I did So for me So one of the I want to say I Am a strong advocate For having a diversified network Or diversified friends, friends Right A lot of times people Who are single Only hang around single people So they stay in a single mindset they don't have any friends in the network that are married. So I always try to tell people, get some friends in your life that are married so you can see how they move in marriage. Hear how they talk about marriage to give you a different outlook of just a single mindset. I think too many times we just separate ourselves. And it's the same thing with like they always say your network is your is your network. So your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't start fucking traveling until all my friends were traveling. I was like, well, "Whoa, you leaving me back right. here?" Same. Like, let me hold on. Let me get my passport. Right. All my black friends traveling. But if I had never surrounded myself with people that were traveling, I never would have had the mindset to start traveling. So I think it's the same thing with like marriage. <laughs> like we need to surround ourselves. Not just no one wants to be no one wants to be third wheel, right? Yeah. I just passed up on a, on, a, on a vacation because everybody that was going there was couples. I was like, "Hell no. Nah, I ain't gonna be the only, <laughs> the only person <laughs> on this vacation where that's single. I'm not doing that." That's but. Fair. I do think we should surround ourselves with that. I I don't know that many. I know about probably four or five black men that are married, and I would like to. I don't get to, I don't get to hang out with them as much as I would like to, and I and I I don't necessarily think that people who are married think about inviting their single friends around either, because again, birds of a feather flock together, and hanging around people who are in the same Space as you are, but going back to some to some numbers here, I looked up this morning. Um, it says so. A piece of news coming out of the the census data is that the U.S. marriage rate hit an all time low in 2019. So for every 1,000 unmarried adults in 2019, only 33 got married. This number was 35 a, a decade ago in 2010, in 86, 1970. Now to your point about people being uh, with graduate degrees and so so and so 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 college educated and economically better are better off, or better off Americans are more likely to marry and stay married but working class and poor Americans face more family instability and higher levels of singleness. So is there any correlation to divorce rates and men not wanting to get married because of money? Dude, and we all know that in the black culture, we have typically less money than white money, white people. Yeah, Is there any correlation to us not wanting to get married? You just said m- men feel like they had to have all this stuff in, the, in a row Man. before they get married. So what's the correlation there?
3: So I can definitely speak to that just from one place of like when I first got engaged, the first thought was, can I get her a ring that I feel like she would want? You know what I'm saying? The whole thing, it, it, it became less about, as soon as I, you start thinking about engagement and getting married, the first thought is like, do I choose this person? And the second thought is how much is it going to cost? You know what I'm saying? And then there's no room for anything else, at least for that period of time. And then you're married and you're like, alright, I guess we did it. Now let's see what happens. Let's see where it goes. So the, the wedding industry, I feel like the wedding industry definitely fucks with marriage or fucks with the possibility of like, you know, just having a marriage with somebody that um, wh- 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 where you feel like you're valuing the person that you're with like me I, having felt the way I felt about that person I wanted to give her everything for the sake you know what I mean like I, for me it was like this is how I can serve her to let her know that I'm mm. serious about this I want to do everything but then you can't do everything so that, that automatically puts a block in front of us possibly being married you know what I'm saying
2: I, I think for yourself you put some fears in your head <clears throat> Um, cause if, if you felt to the point that you would do anything for that person, regardless of the size of ring, regardless of the size of wedding, you shouldn't have let the hell you back. Mm. Right. And when you find the right person and you can feel that way about a person, what you can have is up to the two of you, not mm. just you mm. as men. Yeah. We're supposed to be providers and provide everything. Mm. And I'm, I'm definitely that way. I want to provide everything that I possibly can for the person that I love. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna do everything that I can to make that happen. Um, I haven't always passed on that. I've come up short with trying to provide, but being married, having three daughters, my outlook and perception, you know, completely changed to where I wake up every morning knowing that I gotta go out and provide. My day start at 6 a.m., sometimes don't end till 10, 12 o'clock at night. Full time job, full time musician, because I'm, I'm providing for my family. And even though my daughters are grown, mm-hmm. I'm still providing. None of them are married yet. Mm-hmm. I have a grandson. My oldest daughter and my grandson, they're, they're at home. So I'm, I'm still in a provider's role mm-hmm. of making sure that she's okay, he's okay, mm-hmm. he sees a positive male influenced because his dad is not in his life and you know still being there talking to my daughters every day about you know relationships or at least the stuff that they see on tv and how um the stereotypes are relationships and you know they follow all these celebrities and think that that's the way that relationships are supposed to be and no it's not if you find yourself in this situation how do you handle yourself because at the end of the day Words are just words. If a person can't back their words up with actions, question it. And sometimes men fall short on that because Mm. we we know that we can tell a woman exactly what she wants to hear. Now she's all googly eyed and smiling like, gotcha. But if you can't back those words up with some actions Mm. and some stability to make her feel comfortable enough to trust you, yeah, you're gonna have a bad relationship
0: yeah I mean I think again money is definitely a factor I think especially in divorce rates I mean I think they say last time I checked money m- number one cause for divorce is financial issues right but yeah. before I get into that like, do you think there's any correlation with like black people black men specifically not wanting to be married because of, of finances
1: yeah I definitely think a lot of that finances plays a huge role whether we feel like we're worthy mm. Or whether you know, I think it burns on both ends. You know, on the low end, we might feel like, okay, I'm not worthy yet. I'm not where I need to be, so I need to wait till I get there before I can get married. And on the high end, it's like, okay, now I got it. Now, do I want to bring someone in that's gonna mess it up? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think you know, finances kind of it stops us from getting married when we're not where we need to be financially and it stops us from getting married when we are where we need to be financially cuz then it's like okay I got all this to lose mm-hmm. do I want to bring someone in that might yeah. p- potentially mess it up mm-hmm. you know take half mm-hmm. you know so on and so forth but you know i always tell people you know just because you see something on tv just because you see how something plays out when you Sit down and you watching whether it's Tyler Perry Movies whatever the case is that doesn't mean It's true mm-hmm. you know because we all can Say okay you know what's the image of black males On TV mm-hmm. you know and we all can Think of you know 20,000 negative Things mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. it's like Then we're all black we're around other black men We yeah. know that's not true Yeah, You know but sometimes yeah. when we see the negative Stuff about marriage and other things We absorb it It's like well mm-hmm. you know if they can lie To us about this maybe they're lying to Us about that Mm -hmm. you know and you know I always say sometimes when you want to be where when you know where you're trying to be you can look at other people that's there Mm -hmm. you know and see you know what have they done Um, you know unless you're trying to live you know in the sun where no one that I know has done that before anything else you want to do someone else has done it Mm -hmm. successfully so there's a blueprint out there to be successful at anything. The thing is, do you want to look it up and do you want to not necessarily follow what someone else did, but try to apply that mm-hmm. with you? Because everyone is different. But what is it that are the successful people, whether it's successful done. at marriage, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the case is, what have they mm-hmm. done? What can you learn from it and apply mm-hmm. it to yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's something you got to be real with yourself,
0: you know? it's something I just thought about. A question I want to Do y'all think uh, culture plays a, a part, right? Cause you're Haitian. Yes. We're uh, all American culture for the most part. Do your girls? Your girl? Is, your girl your, she's Caribbean? She's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. What, where is she from? Grenada. Grenada. Mm-hmm. Is she marriage-oriented uh, mindset? She didn't think she was until she met me. Okay. And then she was like, "All right." So that goes to the pack Once you meet somebody, you, you, your your mind can change about it. She could see a future with me. She couldn't. Do we think uh, culture plays a part In how we view marriage Was, Is Haitian culture like? Is it, do they push marriage in Haitian culture I will say yes they do mm. um, It's very conservative mm. um,
1: Now <laughs> It's funny you say that Because I remember my wife She told me the first day she met me At orientation And uh, she told her mom She met her husband mm. And because I'm Haitian And you know there's it it might be somewhat true i don't know cuz you know but there's this um I would say stereotype out there that mm-hmm. Haitian men have a lot of wives. And her mm-hmm. mom was like, Oh, you gonna be like the second or third or fourth yeah. wife? Like, right? you got no wives. <laughs> wow. So we always joke about that,
0: you know. I always yeah. tell like, look, man, I'm gonna go find wife number two. Number two to bring it to the phone <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I'm going to hit up wife. No. I actually know two two Haitian guys, you and JQ. I don't know if you know JQ. JQ's Haitian, he's married as yeah. well. He's just got married. So I just I don't know, I just thought, I don't know if American culture but I would say her, you know, she's from Mississippi. She's southern. And, you know, mm.
1: her, like, her mom's married. Her aunties are married. Her brothers and sisters mm. are married. Mm. Um, actually, her younger brother got married before her. So, mm. you know, she was giving me the eyes because we were together like 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, wow. yeah we met in uh, 2006 and we didn't get married until 2016. Wow. And, oh, man.
0: And it's crazy. And there are a lot of people that were shit on that. Yeah. yeah. Right? They were yeah. shit on that. Why are you keeping that girl, that one, that's, waiting that long? That's
3: that's my problem. If I get the two years, then I can get married.
1: Right? But this is the crazy thing, <laughs> man. Like I remember when I decided to propose, um, I went ahead, I bought the ring and um I hollered like my friends from um, you know, my best friends, because we normally always do a couple trip, like a mm-hmm. skiing trip, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So we planned the trip and we planned the proposal and everything, but only the guys, you know, the girls didn't know. So it's like, you know, I'm going through the airport. I got like the wedding ring and a sock, and you know, trying to hide mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So the night before she tripping on me, she didn't even know.
4: She didn't know you about
1: to do it. You know, and I had the plan. Like, we went um, snowmobile, we got top of the mountain and everything. Oh, nice. And everything
0: being recorded, and she didn't know anything. You know, she was tripping on me. That's what's up, man. Uh, we got any. Final thoughts well, on how long did you court your wife before y'all got married? Well, he said his was a little bit different because he felt like he kind of. Well, we we, we courted. You it said in, it was. Yeah, we courted. He said, said it was two months. Was it two months? you say two months?
3: No, we had been together longer. Okay. <laughs> 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 like, I made a 24-year nah. marriage work with a two-month... It hey, it's happened it before. Happened. It's happened. We, yeah. we had been together uh, three or
2: four years
3: um, prior to that. Okay. Um, so we met
2: in college. Yeah. Um, and dated. And, again, I had a my oldest daughter, and I had moved here. And it started pushing it to that point. But um, back to that, like... You don't get black men that sit around and talk Mm, like this about mm, marriage, pros and cons. mm -hmm. Um, And I think we need to do more of that. For sure. Um, sure. Good or bad. Just Mm -hmm. so that, you know, even though you're single, your mindset and perspective on how you see and value things um, could help someone else out. Yeah. Whether they've been married for 24 years like me or not. Um, Because sometimes we get... Again, selfish and stuck in our own ways that we're in our way, yeah, and can't progress or, you know, view things differently. And women talk like this all the time. Oh mm, yeah, and that, that's why there's such a gap on their perspectives and building relationships. And the brothers, we just go by, well, I'm just going to get the next piece of ass. I go, bro, screw, screw that. I
1: don't think we give each other a lot of positive affirmation. Mm. You know, it's like, I agree. you know, we're the negative. You know, like, man, she's going to take half, bro. Man, mm. she's going to do this, man. Right. She's going to do that. Mm. Whereas, you know, well, it's yeah, like. That, that's why you don't listen to your single friends. You know, bro, if, <laughs> if you tell me, <laughs> you know, if you tell me, hey, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to say, man, 95% fail, bro. Don't mm. do yeah. it. You know, yeah. I'm going to support you. Yeah. But, you know, you say, hey, I'm thinking of getting married. Man, you sure about that, bro? Right. So you know, I think a lot of it is just outlook. You know, our community—we don't put that value on it. We don't, you know, support each other in that venue. I agree. Well,
3: and I say that's that's because the we don't have the, all the information. Like we're we're having trouble figuring out what the benefit is. And I can see I can see it definitely being beneficial if you got kids because you kind of want that safe, strong space to raise you know your seeds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But marriage just doesn't have the power that it used to have, especially like in America, because if you think about what marriage was or what it, what it was, you know, before it was uniting kingdoms, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, like what coming to America is even about uniting kingdoms so that uh, we can both be the strong, we can be the strongest kingdom now because we're together and nobody else is going to be able to stand against Mm. us. So now, nobody's. We're not uniting kingdoms with marriages. We're we're simply having two individuals decide that we will function better as a unit than by ourselves, especially for the sake of children or whatever that be. And it helps
0: you better in society. It helps you to get more of what you feel like you might want in society. Marriage has always been about bringing two sides together to better whatever cause. Right. Same thing, but it doesn't
3: have the same. It's not on the same level anymore is what I mean.
0: It's not on the same level for sure, but I think you definitely gotta look at it. This is my kingdom, this is your yeah. her kingdom. You're a mini man. kingdom, man. Yeah. The, mulatto kingdom. The, well. the mulatto kingdom. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the mulatto kingdom. So look so before before we end this on this uh, or this topic. So my homie Remy has this theory that he had on the mulatto perspective about renewing your marriage every three years or something like that. Oh yeah. So <laughs> What are your thoughts on this? Tell them your theory okay, so, real quick. So my but whole, short version, though. Okay, short so my, version.
3: my whole thing was I feel like marriage uh, has it, it's not because it's not what it used to be. It's it's, it's uh, it doesn't carry the same weight. So I feel like it needs to be reformed in a way. And to me, the easiest way or the most simple way for that to work is the same way we do with like businesses and things like that. There's a contract for a certain amount of time, and then we re-up after that period of time. So to me, the way everybody is now, I feel like marriage would, maybe not necessarily last per se, but it will work more efficiently because we know, okay, we're coming up on, on our fucking uh, end of the contract or whatever, do we wanna renew this? Let's talk about it now because it's coming up and we're gonna have to pay taxes or whatever the fuck happens when the contract ends. We're gonna have to deal with this. So you, so you start talking about, is this gonna continue or is this not gonna continue? And then you can be adults about it at least. You can maybe work out the kinks and. And if you decide to re up, then all right, let's do another eight years. You know what I'm saying? And that way, it takes divorce out of the equation. Divorce isn't a thing anymore because we already have a pre plan for how we're going to end this if it's if we don't renew. Period.
0: Thoughts on that? I don't agree. I, I personally, I don't agree. But hey, it's a it's a pessimistic I mean, view. But I, divorces,
3: you know what I mean? Like I think everybody should go into a marriage with the idea that we could get divorced. If you throw that out the window, when you roll up on divorce, it's going to surprise you. <coughs> well, you know what I'm saying?
2: I see your perspective.
3: The mulatto perspective. I
2: understand your perspective. Um, to me, hearing it first without really putting a whole lot of thought into it, all you've done is just made an arrangement agreement. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's live together for three years. At the end of three years, we're going to see if we're going to renew. Yeah. Um, are you doing that? out of love or are you doing that for the gist of i'm going to build a future with this person yeah because your base it seems mm-hmm. that your perspective is basing everything short-term mm-hmm. and with marriage marriage should be long-term uh, again I, yeah i see what
3: you're saying yeah a-
2: again there there are fears there there are going to be things that pop up are you man and woman enough to sit down at the table same way you would do with disagreement <clears> and deal with those issues? at the table yeah and say hey we can get through this or hey this isn't working for us let's let's just cut it out
1: yeah okay i see what yours you know where you're going with it and you know i'm gonna just put my lawyer hat on for one second (laughs) (laughs) all right and (laughs) it's not a bad idea but i think it's basically what marriage what it should already be you know, instead of, you know, in every three year thing, it's more like every time something comes up instead of looking at it like, all right, do we continue or do we stop with marriage? It's more like, how do we continue? You know, because you're going to face a lot of um, a lot of real life issues, you know, mm. like, uh, you know, we've had miscarriages, just things like that that you will face. So it's not more like you come to the table and like, all right, do we end this or do we continue? It's more like all right, this is what's going on, Mm -hmm. how do we fix it? You see what I'm saying? So I think it's more about perspective. You know, you might come to the table with ending it is a possibility, but the perspective is different if you come to the table with how do we fix it? You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, instead of every three years, it's every time there's an issue. You know, you might go three good years, nothing come up, and there's no reason to sit down and reconsider. You know, hopefully you don't have to reconsider all the time, but, you know, whenever something come up, it's like, ah, this is an issue. This is what I'm having. She might come to you. You might come to her, whatever the case is. Then it's like, you know, how can we proceed? What can I do to make it better? You know, what can you do to make it better? So I think... You know, ideally, that is what marriage is. You know, instead, of, but you come to the table with a different mindset. It's not like we continue or we stop. It's more like, you know, how do we proceed collectively?
0: Right. Follow up, and then we we'll move on. Uh, I don't. I
1: lost my. You thought. good? <laughs> but so what you think of that? Just that approach, instead of okay. You know, so, well, imagine okay. every three years Here, we come together. It's like, all right.
3: Here's here's one thought. Here's one thought, and this is because I'm a pessimist. So automatically view marriage as like walking into a room that you can't walk out of unless you break the door down, right? Because divorce is essentially breaking out of your marriage. It's saying, yo, this marriage isn't working out and I have to break out of here, even though we've, we've put all these locks on the door. Mm-hmm. We bought a house. We had kids. There's mad locks on the door saying, yo, there's there's a thousand reasons up. for you to stay in this
1: room. Let me so ask you a question. In. Hold up. Do you, all right, <laughs> do you follow sports? No. No. Uh, like, like not closely. Not closely, yeah, yeah, but like you watch a little NBA or yeah, yeah. you know, NFL, whatever the case yeah, yeah. is, you know. I mean I'm a Bucks fan too. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. You know, uh, so new Bucks, fan. It's, like, yeah, new you Bucks know, fan. it's like if you're married, you know, it's more like, you know, you're the team owner, whatever the case is, and when Brady's contract is up, instead of coming to the table like, man, it ain't the same you're getting older, you Brady, know. Brady for life. Kicking, you know, it's more like you come to the table and you know Brady like you know what, I'd like to continue, keep this going, man. This is what I would like, yeah. you know? And you might be like, you know what, for that kind of money, we can't give you all these receivers, all right. but we're going to work it out. We're going to get a rookie in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're good enough. You know, it's more like you come to the table because divorce is always there. People have, and, and I guess it's because I'm an attorney and I do divorces all the time. You know, people have this perception like, is this no it's some paperwork you file with the court and you guys decide it. and if you can't decide it you let a third a stranger the judge decide mm-hmm. you know how you're gonna separate things mm-hmm. right. you know it's like it's like everything in life it's how big you want to make it mm-hmm. you know i've had divorces we completed in one year i've had divorces it takes five years mm-hmm. you know it's all depends on you mm-hmm. you know are mm-hmm. you guys gonna come together like this ain't working this mm-hmm. is what i want this is what we want or you gonna fight about everything that you gonna let a third party to get all the paperwork and make the decision for you. Yeah. You know, it's so it's like everything in life is how big you make it or how well, easy you make it.
3: So so my my counterpoint to that is you're only one half of that equation. So there's only so much you can do if that the person decides that they want to make things interesting. Exactly. So so then it then you're asking yourself, do I want to deal with a person who is going to make this interesting or do I want to just Claw my way out of this room so that I don't have to deal with this again. That's true. That you know? is true. And so the idea of divorce for me, and I think for Jay as well, the reason that we haven't gotten married at this point because we don't want to get divorced. Like I've seen I divorce and I'm like, if I do that, I only want to do it once. So if I get married and I get divorced, that's just me. It's it. my marriage. That's yeah. the only marriage I've yeah. had. I feel like a lot of people our age look at it like that. I mean, I, I think most people look at it like that until you get to a point where it's like, all right, well, I'm on marriage number five now. I guess we
0: just gonna nice <laughs> <with> again. <laughs>
3: but, uh, so I, yeah. yeah well, go ahead, go, Jay.
0: So I just want to say, I think, to your point earlier, for whatever reason, black men, we don't sit down and have these type of discussions, these kind of conversations. And I think, or I at least feel like these kind of conversations are beneficial. And I think that it will help move the needle in a different direction Absolutely. if we can just have these conversations and these real talks not the not the surface level talks like the real issues and talk about it and sur- again surround yourself with dope people
3: so as far as like conflicting your marriage uh so four years in 24 years in like how do you how do you handle that now in a way that doesn't that's a good poison the scenario. I think that's one of Jay's no, big no, that's, things. That's is communicating a in, in a relationship. How do we force this to, to or make this move forward? Like what what strategies do you guys employ, or what have you seen be successful in order to make sure that this thing continues forward? Because I've I've seen the marriage burns down in a conflict. You know what I'm yes. saying. So if you can't figure out how to how to put out those little fires, they're gonna you're gonna create a wildfire. Yes.
2: Uh, um, like Greg stated earlier, you know, you you put trust in a person. And there are going to be times that you have disagreements. Um, but with that disagreement, understanding that you trust that person enough, if they made a decision, sometimes you just got to support that decision.
3: Just don't. Good don't. Good,
2: good, good, or bad. Right. And be there to pick up the pieces if that decision doesn't work
3: out. Rather That's than team being work. like, I told you not to do that. <laughs> that, 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 right. that part of it is teamwork. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. And.
2: It's, it's growth communication. You, you can never have enough communication. And when I say communication, I'm talking about effective communication, mm-hmm. like sitting down and really like talking shit out and, and trying to figure out where, where are you going? What are you doing? Um, otherwise you end up to be two people working on two different paths.
1: I would say communication is important, but it's knowing when and where and how to effectively communicate. Like me, I'm quiet, but I'm a hothead. Like once I'm hot, like doesn't matter what she say, Same. I ain't trying to hear it. Same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, it's like, you have to know yourself. Like no, yeah. you asked for this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you have to know yourself to be like, yeah. right, I'm being a tad bit too toxic, let me tone it down, yeah. you know what I'm, I'm saying? saying like, let me go sit down, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause a lot of times, like you argue about something and then the next day you be like, damn, I was tripping. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like it wasn't even that. that big of a deal. I didn't yeah. have that. Like, you know. But yeah. after <laughs> after that's happened so many times, it's like you learn, yeah. you know, you know yourself, you know the person. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you can tell like, oh man, she tripping on this.
0: Yeah. So you
1: see it coming, so you're like, I'm gonna fall back. Even though I think mm-hmm. I'm right, I'm just gonna fall back cause sometimes tomorrow she'll be like damn babe mm-hmm. I was tripping yesterday mm-hmm. I'm sorry you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and I could have uh, fought to get that yeah. but I just fell back and
0: just let her have it you know that's, but that's something you I, have to know ain't that the yeah, in the hair right man there. What, one <laughs> of my things my ex used to hate that I used to always do is like I always say look I gotta pick and choose which battles I want to have. Exactly. Some of my main. Sometimes when
1: you want to have that battle, because yeah. sometimes in the heat of the moment, and she's like, yeah, she's you right you wrong. can't effectively communicate <laughs> no, when no. she's hot, and you can't yeah, communicate when no, you're hot, because sometimes at that of point course. you're just trying to hurt
0: her. Yeah, Cause yeah. we all do that. this beef. You're yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ring Tyson, no. you're just trying to <laughs> throw out a hand
1: grenade yeah, that you yeah. can't yeah. take back. Yeah. So it's like you have to know that you know, and you know, people say communicate, but it's when, where, how. Cause sometimes, Hell, you know, yeah. I'll just walk away and be like, yeah, you know what, babe, you are right. You know even though? If like, I want to fight and be like, I know I'm mm-hmm. right, be right. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, but. yeah. And vice versa. Cause she also knows me, you know. Yeah. And then sometimes she's like, damn, cut, tripping. <laughs> I'm gonna just let this go. Right? Yeah. You know, then tomorrow when I'm calm, oh yeah, we're gonna pick back up. <laughs> <laughs> if right, you're right.
0: mature enough and you have invested in the right person who's also mature enough, the next day they should be like, damn. I was tripping baby I apologize Because yeah. that's part That's the form of communication yeah, exactly. Right And so You definitely need to know How to communicate Communicate starts with dating You have to learn How to effectively communicate With the person That you're courting Or dating or what not And so many people In today's culture Do not know how to communicate But that's a whole Another episode Whole another <laughs> topic Like my wife and I man Like we are Night and day Like we are yeah.
1: Completely different You know And some of the, A lot of that is cultural You know There are things The way she approaches it I don't agree with you know, especially like now we have kids and it's like, okay, you have to rear the kids. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I got whoopings growing up. You know, so I'm like, look, when my son act out, I'm going to check him. She's like, oh, no, you're not going to check him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like those we kind of have to, you know, just different different things, exactly, yeah, you know. but going to change. You know, but overall, <laughs> it's like, but so far, you know, we've been doing well, especially with my daughter. You know, I always say sometimes, you know, we spend so much time trying to be or do things that we know how to do it mm-hmm. that we don't give ourselves some time to grow, to learn something different. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times it's like, you know, you it's never too late to learn. Never, so too late. Never too I've always tried late. to say, Congrats. okay, you know what, I don't agree with this, but let me try it out. Help me understand. You know what I'm Help saying? Me I'm always willing to to learn. I'm always willing to try. And yeah. I think that's where that trust factor comes in. I might not agree with it, but if she says it, I'm like, all right, I trust that you want what's best for us. So even though I don't agree with this, but you're doing it for a reason.
0: 100%. So salute to to love, to marriage. Salute to black love, black marriage especially. Um I hope we, we got a lot more segments to do but I hope that this topic is a topic that people truly listen to, especially black men out there and just listen that and you know what marriage is not for everyone. I mean let's be true, let's be honest about that. And but you have to be know you have to know yourself and know what is for you and what is not for you. Don't force yourself into something that is not for you just because society says that's what it is. Marriage is not for everyone. But if it is for you, don't allow your fears to keep you from getting the, the dream or the goals you have for your life. Absolutely. All right? All right. All right. So we're going to move on to the next segment. That was a great main sip. So the next segment is called Yo, well, let me give you a little advice. advice. We give advice, unsolicited advice, but unsolicited advice. Um, typically, Elle and I would choose like random uh, social media posts of someone asking for advice. So we give our thoughts on the situation. Um, so we are not doctors. We are not uh, mental therapists. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we have opinions, and we're going to talk about this really quickly. So what I found on, um, on Reddit, because, you know, Reddit has all the best topics ever, um, is I'm going to read it to you all, then we can get some advice about it. It says, my fiancé told me that my parents are saying incredibly racist things to her when I'm not around because they don't want black ground children. Hello, everyone. I'm writing this to figure out what to do or who to believe in this situation. Let me start out by saying that I am white and my lovely fiance is a black woman. We have an amazing relationship and I don't want any other woman in my life. She is also the only black woman I have ever dated. My parents have always been supportive of me and I have incredibly strong family relationships with them and my siblings, or at least I thought. When I was growing up in the Midwest, there weren't really black people around and the topic of racism never came up really. But I never suspected that my lovely, outgoing and polite parents would be racist because they even donated money to an orphanage in Africa for like 20 years now through through that church. My parents met my fiance a year ago, but did not take it too seriously because I had a lot of girlfriends in the past and they probably thought that it was just another girlfriend. Well, last weekend, I announced to them that my girlfriend was now my fiancé on a family Zoom meeting. My parents looked a little surprised because I did not discuss it with them before, but were ultimately congratulating me. We had dinner, etc., etc., a few weeks later, and I had to step out to go get some some things. My fiancé texted me about 10 minutes in, asking me to come back right away because she needed me and my dad, and I turned around. When I got back, she was sitting in my car I still had to keep. She's sitting in my in our in my car because I was riding with my dad. Um, she was crying, asking me to take her to our house. Of course, I drove her home, and I told my parents I was sorry. And my fiance told me what my mom had said to her. Essentially, my fiance told me that my mom said she was not supportive of us because she didn't want black grandchildren. A number of other things. That was, a number of other things that she was surprised surprised my fiance. Was saying that she married up Even though I think my fiance is better looking than me But I am a bit more successful financially Well I confronted my mom And asked what she said And my mom said She said nothing even close to that And that the only thing she said Was that she was curious what country my wife was Ethnically from And that my fiance mistook it Well I asked my fiance more appropriate questions But she is adamant That my mom explicitly said these things I have never known either of them to be liars But the two people I trust most in the world Have given me completely conflicting stories I want to side with my wife But what if she is having some mental episode or something Or my mom is having some something So What, issue. Is she, what, is, what, what do I do? What does she think the, wife, the mom said? So the mom basically said That she Does not want black grandchildren So she's not supportive of the relationship And that um, the black woman Married up so, but the mom the, the mom is denying those allegations oh, whatsoever. God. So the, the man The white man doesn't know who to believe Him or his mom oh, What does he do? He's gonna
2: have to Prince Harry <laughs> I mean Step away from it right? What are y'all if, thoughts? If he, if he loved that woman He gotta step away from it
0: Step away from who? The mom? The mom mm. I mean mm. he,
2: he's, he's found someone that he wants to Spend his life with Yeah And love has no color I agree and, with that And if, if he's in a place and space mm. That he feels that this woman is the woman That he will spend the rest of his life with He has to step away from his mom mm. His mom isn't going to be there for the rest of his life
0: hmm. And that's so hard to do you parents I guess I look at it, it It's a tough
1: one either way I think that's a decision You have to go with your gut feeling mm. Who do you believe Because the way I look at it Somebody's lying mm. now. Ooh. It's easy that I could somebody you know, lying. I, you know, I can see somebody lying. lying
0: out here. Let's just keep it real.
1: You know, you I call can, mama lie, <laughs>
0: so
1: sometimes you got to. But mama the thing lying. about it is, you know, at the end of the day, we don't know who's lying, right? You know, now we might yeah. have an idea who we believe is lying, mm. but just because I believe something, I believe a lot of stuff that came out to me. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's say you know, let's talk it out. Let's say he <laughs> believed the he believes Man. the wife and, you know, he does what you said and he Prince Harry the situation. Let's say sit down the line he find out that the mom was telling the truth, Yeah. you know, and she wanted to separate them. Yeah. It's like damn, you ruined my relationship with moms my mom over yeah. a lie because let's say you didn't like them and you yeah. knew something like that would split us, right? You know, so it's yeah. You know. And and the reverse could happen. Exactly. He, he could believe he the wife. He can believe the wife, you know. Or like, he could believe the
0: mom yeah. and you know what I'm saying and and like, roll with shorty, and, then, right.
3: and then find out years later, yo, you you've been lying about everything. Oh, yeah. So but here, so oh, yeah. yeah, but here's
0: <laughs> my thing. We're all black people in this room. Yeah. We ain't never had a a reason yeah, yeah, that's to lie. Yeah, we a <laughs> lie about someone <laughs> so being racist wrong. towards us. No, you're right. You're, Facts. Uh, uh, Facts. I mean. I mean, I, I, well, I ain't never- Unless you I think never, she just as small it that, I mean, I justice, don't know. She could have, she could have, out that day out she here. could have. <laughs> I would just say if it was me and this is, if I was a black man and I was marrying a white woman and my mom essentially said these things to my white fiance, I honestly, at that point, I've already chosen that this is my woman. Yes. This is my partner. Yes. This is the person I want to be with. And so I have been in the situations where people have allowed their families to cause such a divide in their relationship that ultimately they end up getting divorced. Yes. So for me, I would advise this gentleman to believe in your fiance, believe in your wife, the woman that you want to marry and try to figure out how to make her feel better in a situation but it doesn't mean you have to cut off your parents. Yeah. It's, right. I
1: mean, it's it's a tough decision because once you start adding kids to the mix, then mm-hmm. you have Thanksgiving, you have mm-hmm. holidays. I mean, it's easy to parents be. come around. Yeah. It's easy to proceed. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can have graduations. and yeah. Moms is there. Oh, it's it's going to require work. It's going to require work. Moms all crazy. Like, I know what you think of, you know, mm-hmm. junior mm-hmm. here. You don't mm-hmm. like it. You know, so it's. W- w- what about when it's time the kids want to go Grandma wants to see the kids And the wife like oh I know grandma don't like your You know mm-hmm. mix, you know, the mixed kids And so it's It's a lifelong situation uh, uh, Absolutely
0: here's, here's what I where, What I've learned is that A lot of times white America Don't think they're racist Until something hits Close to home Right? Yes. And so it could have been a wake up call when she did say something and she didn't think it was racist. Yes. She didn't think it was racist. It's just her talking because this is what she used to. Yes. But it was racist and the black woman, his fiancee took that. Yes. I give an example. I I used to work for this other company. There was this older white guy who always had lunch when I had lunch. And one day we just started talking and this guy was like probably 70 years old and you never thought we would have had the conversation. But here here we are having the conversation about racism. And he was like, look, said, I was never raised to be a racist, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a racist. And he was like, I got two kids. I got two sons. He said, one day my son brought home a, a black woman. And he was like, at first, he said, I really was taken aback by it. He was like, because he wanted his son to marry a white woman. He said, but then they had, he said, I got to know her. And then they had kids. And now he said, that's my, that's my child. His wife is my That's my daughter So I love her Right But he said prior to that He just Was in a different space So I say order to say that This guy I would choose to, Choose the wife And hope That his mom, mom come around. Comes yes. around Yes You know
3: so. I mean yes yeah, It's all It's all uh, uh, dope If she does come around Let's say she's totally racist <laughs> she, she doesn't, doesn't I mean not come yeah. around. <laughs> Then that's a whole other situation.
0: But if she's, is she truly a racist? Do you want you, you've chosen to be with a black woman? Yeah. So you already know you have to. You have to cut off the racist. You <laughs> <We> got cut <laughs> off the is racist. So? You, you got cut, up. mom. Sorry, mom. You got to go. You,
1: you can't walk the line at that point. Ah, you I, can't.
0: You I feel can't. so
3: bad for this man because to me it's like he's reached a crossroads where he has to figure out: is my girl crazy or is my mom crazy? Or is my and, mom racist? Or my mom yeah. racist. So it's like, what well, racist yeah. crazy? What's the difference? <laughs> so you got to walk one of those roads. You got to pick one of those roads yeah. and say, all right, I'm gonna choose her or I'm gonna choose my mom. And
1: I mean, you can I be mean, wrong. They both. Yeah. I'm right. be wrong. But even if, even if you're right, you know, you still, either way, you're going to have a battle. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Let's say, mom, you find out mom
3: oh, yeah. did say it. That's still oh, a battle. Yeah. Yo, you're supposed to break it off with everybody right now. Mom, you got to go. Girl,
0: you yeah. got to go. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Back to that single life. That's some good advice. A good advice. So, this is my, probably my favorite part of the show. This is my, not Elle's favorite part of the show. So, what I'm about to do, I'm about to play six to seven songs for the table. That sounds That's Remy knows about what, right. Remy knows The segment So six or seven songs For the table Y'all are competing Against each other You need to know The name of the song Or the name Of the artist You don't need to know Both of them Okay Alright So these songs range from The 90's To early 2000's uh, Remy claims to be a music head I don't think He gonna know these We gonna find out We gonna find out Suck at this he he's, he didn't do very good last time. He was oh, doing that. <laughs> uh, Emmett, give me a favor. Can you grab that BSB on top of the fridge, please? Uh, this for another second. I need to have it. All right. So this first song came out in 1997. Might have a chance. Yeah, you should hey, have a hey, chance, hey. man. You should have a chance. You got married in '97. Uh, no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on my '90s R&B. Okay. Oh, you know that then. Okay. All right, 1997. Here we go. Now, do we just yell it out? Yeah. I'm not going to answer because I saw your screen. Don't be cheating.
3: No, I I didn't. I I, I knew as soon as I saw it, so
0: I ain't going to say nothing. So it's between y'all two then. Oh, man. If you know it, say it. I would have got this one right, too. Maybe. No guesses? You can guess whenever you want. I Emmy, mean, you know what it is? Oh, you can't hear it. That's right. You can't hear it. I get so lonely. I get so lonely. <laughs> I get so lonely. You, didn't, you didn't know what? You know the song. You don't know it's Janet Jackson? Okay. Janet motherfucking Jackson. How y'all know, You would have got that, right? I would have got it. Yeah. You would have got that. I would
3: have got it, especially as soon as Janet started singing. See, if I had my saxophone, I could have cheated. Yeah, that was
0: Janet. That's Janet Jackson, uh, 1997. I, I, Janet Jackson. Yeah. So you got one point on that one. You got one point on that one. Damn, I just knew uh, uh, Marlon was going to know that one. I know the song. <laughs> couldn't think of the artist. Damn. All right, don't cheat, Remy. Don't look over here. you oh, count oh, yourself oh. out, <laughs> Count Counting yourself out. So, next song. Right. This is easy, guys. I'm giving y'all some easy ones. See, y'all don't get this. I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be this i be
1: hurt. Next time we're gonna put you on this
0: side of the microphone. Outcast, <laughs> he got it, he got it. The Haitian flavor, got it. <laughs> I still love it. I, lo- I still love this song, man. I'm sorry. My this came out What did I come out This came out when That had to be
1: It came out in 2000 That's It came out in 2000, 2000 I was an undergrad 2000
0: I'm sorry Miss Jackson Woo <laughs> Yeah When this album came out Man I was flying To uh, San Antonio Texas To meet this girl That had met online For the first time that was the first op- my first opportunity to get some some head. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> right. It's funny how, how music takes you back <laughs> to the places. Oh, music will take like you back track. exactly where I was. Exactly. When I was in this song. Music does that though. It does, it music does, does that. It, it, you know exactly where you were, what you were doing yeah. when this song came Especially on.
3: Especially it was a dope song. Yeah. Okay,
0: I heard a song exactly. of the day we were playing outside at um Courtney Campbell. I was like, yo, I remember being in the club trying to do the hill toe. To give me the light, just give me the light. Yeah, yep. You know, this is what it is. All right, who got that one? Oh, you got two. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't go like this. Don't go out like this. All right, next song. Let me find it really quick for this. Oh, for this one. Mia, little mo, little mo. Good guess. Good guess. Good guess. It's called Forever. Okay. Okay. Did I just mute it, man? So yeah This came out in uh 90, what was it? 90, 97? Know, 2003 like
4: 2003
0: Came out 2003 We had featuring uh, Fabulous Fabulous yeah. was on in F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S Alright So it's 2-1 two, 2-1 one, two, one. Come on Marlon You gotta get on the board brother You gotta get on the board Don't go out like that Oh, This one's gonna be hard though This one's gonna be hard I don't know if anyone's gonna get this one You really gotta be a really Hip hop head to, to get this one. Man, Emmett, no. <laughs>
4: Is
0: it common? No, but good know. guess, though. So Very similar style. No, another good most guess. Oh. Correct. I just, most by death. Death. I'm just by <laughs> Love this song, man Miss Fat Booty
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm trying to think of his new name This is old name Yeah, I don't know what his new name I can't got forgetting. a new name Yeah, he got rid of most Death When yeah, we moved to Africa maybe. Yeah, he got it
1: I'm like, damn, which name is this? <laughs> yeah,
0: most deaf, man Miss Fat Booty 1999 yeah. No, wait What year was this? 1999 I'm, I'm not the youngest in the room But I had just graduated high school in 99, man So yeah, I, I graduated in 2000 in, Oh you're right behind me I was in ninth grade <laughs> Ninth grade Marlon was like in Mary Mary, <laughs> hey, Mary. Mary. Oh Alright uh, so it's 3-1 3-1 That was a good guess I didn't think i no was going to get that one man Y'all kept getting closer and closer though oh, This was my song This was my shit When this song came out man I was listening to it earlier Earlier today, I was like, oh, my goodness.
4: <laughs>
0: Make him hey, say, oh, you Master it? P, Master P. Master P. He, P. he
3: said, body. Body. you bought it, but you said, you bide, you said, said yeah, Master so, P. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, technically, the right name is Body, Body. body, body. But okay. you said Master, said Master P, P. Yeah. so yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. give it to you. This is, man, I used to love this song when this came out, man. Yeah. That's a, a classic. 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 People don't get Master P enough credit for what he did Fine, yeah. in the record like industry.
1: Do. I feel like they do. I, think <laughs> I don't now, think they I do. I think now he's definitely getting yeah. you know a lot of credit as far as you know he, just his genius into was like, owning the record and just everything. Yeah, he knew he was his doing. hustle. He hustled. He was, he his hustle. was, he was like the, the first
0: independent artist, like the true independent artist, like he owned his record. He owned his studio, like it was legit. He and made it, money. And one thing about him
1: is like he tried to give the knowledge back. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he was still around, people would look at him like the Diddy of the South. Like, if I he, mean, he's still around. He's still, he's still around.
0: around he, was he was just still like the he was behind the, the scenes, yeah, behind the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now nah, you're right. So the
0: uh two. I got two. Yeah. I got three. You got, I got three.
1: three. I was supposed to have
0: three. Marlon <laughs> striking out right now. All right, this one next song came out uh, in 1992.
3: I'm not gonna get, I'm not have gonna a get
0: chance, that one. A chance. You do, you have I a chance. I might have been in Haiti when that came out. <laughs> <It depends. laughs> Guy, don't walk away. My Guy, don't walk away. Yes. I don't know the group, though. Most but people I, I don't know song. the group name. This song is amazing,
3: though. They, like everyone knows song. the name of the song, but they yeah. don't really
0: know the group. What's the the group, group is Jade. Yeah, I would Jade. never. Guess, I would never guess that. No one Ever. really knows Jade. Yeah.
3: I would have said Jeanne, and that would have been wrong.
0: But everyone knows this song, though. No matter what you're doing, no matter what yeah. party you at, yeah. what club you at, I you gonna go dance to I this. I just, I, just I just played a this song. You like did.
2: Two ago. My better daughter' name is Jade. <laughs>
0: what happened <laughs> to
3: Jade, man?
0: I who think got, who, who got that one?
3: I got, that, got one. that one. So it's a tie right it now. Tie. Oh shit! This is technically a one-hit wonder, wasn't
0: it? I don't. I don't, don't want to call him a one-hit hit wonder. Someone. I just
2: Jay, Jay was around. Yeah, they had a couple
0: of hits. Damn! Here we go. This is for the win, man. This is. This comes down to the the Haitian King and the mulatto King. This <laughs> 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 song came out in nineteen. 19- 95 Sippers 1995 let me, let me pull it up I gotta make sure Remy ain't cheating He be trying to cheat oh, right. <laughs> Is it Queen
3: Bee?
0: You can still guess Marlon You can still guess Groove Theory Good guess Yes Groove Theory oh, Tell me oh, Tell me I just played both of those songs back to back like two weeks
3: ago on a road wow. trip. Yeah. Because nice. those songs are like the same,
0: you know what I'm saying? Same vibe. Same vibe. Same vibe. Yeah. I don't know how you can you can listen to this song and not just feel like it's, it's one you of gotta those. Bop your, your head. Vibes. Yeah, from so that time period. Uh, yeah. This is definitely one of
3: those songs that make you reminisce on the nineties. Like, yo, that was dope. <laughs> it's a dope was era. Dope, and I was only a teenager. Yeah.
0: I can only imagine being a grown ass man in this, this this era. But don't you think when you're a teenager it has a more profound impact effect.
1: on you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're yeah. growing as a person yeah. So it feels like more For sure Because like the teenagers now Like the stuff they like You know, TikTok. us We're kind of like yeah. I don't know about that. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know But yeah.
3: they're like Yo, this is it <laughs> This is it Like TikTok and Fortnite Yeah
0: <laughs> I like some of the new songs though I actually tried my best To be more in tune cause I never wanted to be like My parents and grandparents yeah. Like oh This ain't no good music Only good music Not I my genre yeah. And so I listen to. I, I actually go out of my yeah. way and research and search for like good soul music, neo soul music. I don't really get down with most of the hip hop artists because it's just not my kind of thing. Like J Cole, like Drake? Kendrick, yeah. Drake, Joy, Badass. I mean, they're they're uh, Jonah Lucas. Like I, uh, there are to- artists Toby out there that I really would. like. Huh? Toby. 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 I like Toby. I like some of his stuff. Yeah. I like some of his stuff. It just depends. So, but I still, with this day, I say '90s music was greatest. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was quite a time. I'll say from I was actually I would say '90s to about 2005 for me was like amazing. So,
1: but I think that's because that's that was like our era. Exactly. Because I because I always. Like one of my friends, we're having like discussions about hip hop now, and they talk about like the mumble rappers, this and that, you know. But I'm like, you know, that's not our era. So that's why we look at it this way. Because I remember like in the 90s, you know, like your Pac, your Biggie, your Metal Yo, Man. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. <laughs> were the original. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and even the people that we like, a lot of the older heads were like, oh, these guys, you know, they're ruining hip hop, you know, because it, it was gangster rap, you know, whereas they like, you know, the hippity hop and, you know, the positive. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, the perspective. For sure. But definitely it was just different.
0: All right. Um almost done what's your ish that's what we're getting into right now so what's your ish and this is the last segment gentlemen what's your ish is basically anything that you like that's my shit right now like i enjoy it it's my don't tell me nothing so i'll go first just to kind of kick it off um so my ish this week as as i asked Emily to go grab this it's called bsb it's called brown sugar bourbon it is a sipping a bourbon uh Kinda of sweet, but not too sweet. You wanna try it out a little bit, uh Marley? You wanna sip you got something? you got your cup, your cup empty? Give me, some, give me some, give me some. I don't mind finishing this up, so I'll give everybody a little a little something, something, just a little splash to water the taste buds. And this is whiskey. This is bourbon. bourbon.
2: Same class, same, same class. Same class. Same
0: class. That's good. So this is called brown sugar bourbon. Um I like it. It's a very sip. It's a good again, you sip on it, yeah. And so, um, it's bourbon whiskey with natural brown sugar and oh. cinnamon flavors added. Who named that D'Angelo? I don't know. BSB. <laughs> yeah. It's coming from the Heritage Distilling Company. I don't know what that is, but it's good. It's good, right? I like it. It's good. And so for me, I randomly somehow I ended up in Total Wine. I don't know how I ended up in Total Wine. You know, I just somehow I woke up in Total Wine and a bottle ended up ended up in my hand so, so i was like you know what i'm gonna try something different um and so i went and i said i'm just gonna grab it it was right it was right next to one of my new favorite um bourbons called slow and low yeah um i said i'm gonna try it out man and yeah. i really enjoyed it i texted you the other day Cinnamon and i was like what's you crunch. drinking he was like oh, i'm drinking slow and low, and slow like, and what low. Is Jay talking about. <laughs> i'm drinking slow and low man um, but it, for this one the bsb brown sugar bourbon I'm assuming smooth. you can. I'm, huh? It's smooth. Yeah, I, it's I'm, smooth. I'm mad you didn't play Brown Sugar in your segment. I know. I'm, a, I'm gonna go back and, and post production to add it in there. But so for me, I think it's gonna. I'm gonna use it to. Um, it's probably gonna replace uh, my Tennessee hit Honey Honey oh, Whiskey. Yeah. 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 God, that was your like. drink of choice before. That was my drink of choice before. I didn't know that. I would have left the bottle. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my drink of choice. Uh, got, I, c- I gotta gotta hit you to some stuff. Yeah, cause I'm trying to. For me, I'm trying. I love. The, I can sip every day. <laughs> like I don't get I don't get tipsy anymore. Really, yeah. I don't get drunk anymore. like little days. I'm 40 now. Like yeah. I, I'm over that. It takes forever to bounce. Takes back. forever, <laughs> bro. And so I look yeah. for things that I can just sip on without having to add any kind of mixture to it. Yes. So I don't have all the extra calories and the potential hangover yes. or whatnot. And so, as you get older, you're gonna try to find for something. So for this, I already like it. So that's my shit. That's my ish. BSB Brown Sugar Bourbon. What's your ish, Remy? Can I go last? You can go last, Marlon. What's your ish? My party. Right, this right here was yeah. damn good too. <laughs> shit.
2: My ish has been tequila, the anejo. Like my con- my perception of tequila drinking Jose Cuervo and some
0: mm-hmm. of the cheaper
2: tequilas that were out there I
0: can sip I, on that it's that good
2: I would stay away from tequila like <laughs> I've seen some people have tequila and been at their worst so mm-hmm. I was always afraid of it but my ish has been you know quality tequila but this maestro dobel
0: it's, it's it's pretty it's damn good It's, it's pretty damn good I'm not really a tequila Typically when I drink tequila I drink it with margaritas Or like yeah, Patron yeah. You know what I mean And so that is actually Pretty damn smooth I don't know If I would Let other people sip it The way you let us Sip on it tonight Today <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's, smooth it's smooth It's smooth though it, It's definitely good Greg what's your now? Itch? Is it uh, alcohol related No or? it can be whatever It can be a book It can be whatever, whatever TV show you love right
1: uh, now I mean right now I would probably say don't say your wife I know nah. you do, I know you love your wife <laughs> duh, you duh, always duh. love your wife <laughs> probably says it's been an a uh, an extensive purchase for us um, it's this thing called the Snoo I haven't we What's haven't that? used it yet but um it's it's for the baby it's okay. basically this um this thing you put the baby in and it knows when the baby's asleep, when the baby's awake, mm. and it tracks everything. So it's and like then, a full-on baby monitor. Like yeah, it's got like a all baby the monitor, but you put the baby in and there's an app for it. Wow. And it tracks everything. What is the baby nice. doing? And nice. it's like when the baby's up, it knows to like rock the baby for oh, you and all this stuff. Oh, that's yo, nice. It
0: sounds,
3: like, it sounds like the ultimate cheat code when it comes to having a baby right <laughs> now. But the thing <laughs> it is, though, it's thing. like
1: mad expensive, I bet it is. So I bet it it's is. like... It rocks it for you, yeah. Wow, like it, but it rocks it at the appropriate Yo. time. Like it's like because we had one like for the first child, you know, you just turn it on. Wait. But this one, it does. It knows when to rock it. Sorry, so, wow, are you telling crazy. me that y'all are getting full night's sleeps with a brand new baby? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's the plan. But that's the crazy thing. That's that's what that was one of the reasons why I didn't win the second one because the mm. first one I would say after probably week three yeah like we've been sleeping through the night yeah like it's been crazy i've probably had like three nights like where i didn't sleep because of you know my daughter and she'll yeah. be three in april yeah so i felt like lightning's not gonna strike twice you know in the same place <laughs> i'm right. like okay i had it
0: way too good wow so
1: i already know the second time around is gonna be hectic so it's like we're bracing for it We, you know we're getting all the ammunition ready. Yeah. That's so that's be- the thing you know that's i'm cool, like dude. i'm you know, I'm. I can't wait to see how it works because it's like it's so freaking expensive and it's just like, I right, supposed to do all that for real? I'm like, I. Right, <laughs> so
0: that's my new thing. It's like the snooze. Let so. us know how it goes. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna let, let you let, know, dog. that's us know. Let us know. Remy, what's your ish? We can get out, out of here. <sighs> all right, it's gonna sound corny,
3: but I'm gonna say it anyway. What? I gotta say, uh, my girl is my ish. This okay. One. Hey, you all know what? I know appreciate what? There's, that. There's a couple of reasons, and I, I feel like they're all good reasons. One. You know how I told you I've been going through shit recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She she held me down real good this time. Like she she had my back. That's like what a good woman I would does. Never, would never expect somebody to have my back. So she looked out for me in that respect. And then she finally like showed up to a white list event, the fifth anniversary. I know, man. She showed she up. There, I was yeah. like, what the she fuck is out. happening?
0: So so she you know she, she's trying. She's you know trying. what? It's, <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and we can, we can end it. It's good to know that when the person that you're dating can be around other people that you like. It makes you feel good. Yes, it makes you feel good. Definitely, you You know know because
1: that's an extension of you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what's up. Shout out to her hey shout
0: out to ronda Rhonda, oh, Rhonda. You know fellas what? man okay
1: now i was just about i don't think i've ever met you man but shout out man because hey. we've been <laughs> friends on facebook i don't know people
3: people be thinking i don't exist in addition to thinking my girl don't exist because i just don't be popping up at enough of the functions or whatever i think i've been on the white list at least since it started and maybe oh, wow. showed up to like 10 things total yeah, it's been
0: a like lot, I'm a man. i newer
1: acquisition. Yeah,
0: I added you to uh, this a couple months ago. Added yeah, you but we've it.
1: been like, we friends five, for a while. Yeah, yeah, a minute, for a minute, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We've been out on the boat. I think yeah, we got lost once a yeah, little but, bit. Right, we had a good time, man. <laughs> yeah, did.
0: man. I just try to, try to again, d- develop a dope network, man, yeah. of dope people. People doing different things and different, it's just, it's it's just cool. Good. It's good. No, you're it's definitely good. right. It's it's yeah. good sometimes to have just different perspective huh? yeah. Life on things for sure. It's just a plug
1: segment of the
3: So <laughs> yeah
0: so we're going to close this thing out man But before we do I want to say I want to appreciate I appreciate you guys joining and having An in depth conversation Obviously the conversation can go on longer and longer But we have a certain amount of time that we got to try to get A whole lot in but thank you for being a part Of Altino Shade talk about the married life And from, definitely from the black man perspective um, I appreciate you guys. Uh anything you wanna say final for at the final sip, people if you want somebody to try, reach out to you for anything. Yes,
1: Saint Drew Law Firm 813 443 5793. 813 443 5793. If you or any family member or friends are injured as a result of someone else, we'll take care of you. St. Right. Drew Law Firm, thank you.
0: Marlon, can I find us can I find a single on Spotify anywhere? What can I play? Spotify iTunes. Gotta, uh, uh,
2: yeah um saxophone saxophonist marlon, marlon Boone <laughs> dropping april 1st dance with me if you are a stepper like line dancing this 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 is that tune all right that's what's up I man like
3: it. i like it hey there's been a void in the, the stepper universe you know r kelly kind of fucked up <laughs> and, I, and now we can't listen to his music no more so i appreciate marlon for stepping in <laughs> hey uh, what you got Remy uh, You know it's the Mulatto perspective um, Episodes every week
0: Just talking about Whatever uh, Needs to be talked about That's what's up So I'm gonna post uh, a Marlon's uh, Cover of his CD On All Shade Make sure y'all go check it out uh, Of course you can follow your boy uh, On Instagram At J underscore noetic uh, However I have a bigger following At TikTok Follow me at TikTok where I got 15,000 followers now Moving up <laughs> in the world Hey Hey, it's at the J Noetic. Again, L will be back next week um, for the episode. Fellas, I appreciate y'all. We're going to end this thing. We'll catch y'all on the next episode.